welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I am really glad to be here. You guys want to let me uh, know in chat if you could that you can hear me? because I've been having issues with the board today already. Let me know, make sure that you guys can hear me. Very excited to be here. This is my day 17 of fighting the COVID bug, and I am still miserable. It's horrible. But we're here. So if I accidentally cough or something like that, I'm going to try to be really good on my mute button, but if I do, please forgive me, okay? We'll get through this together. We don't always do it pretty, but we always do it, right? So, oh, thank you, Martha, dear. My little Martha bear, so cute, just pinch those cheeks. Okay, Um, boy, that was probably just really awkward. Thanks, Martha. Okay, so anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah, the number to call in. If you'd like to call in and read tonight is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read. I am working on some workshops for you because I still haven't been able to get everyone scheduled to do their workshops that we have planned. So I've got some because I can control that, right? Yeah. So I'm going to... Getting some of those up. If any of you that were wanting to do workshops, uh, just get a hold of me. We're, we'll get you scheduled and figured out some way to get this done. Anyway, we'll go over that next week. I don't want to do it this week. I got a lot to go over tonight, so we can hold off on that. Before we get started on anything else, you got anything else? I want to make sure that we take a moment, and I want to thank our sponsors. Those of you who helped us contribute towards our 2022 broadcaster's license. It's important to say thank you to you guys because as you know, we literally could not be here were it not for the support of our community in this, our 16th year on the air, having fun together. So just kind of a FYI on how much you guys are loved. So I'm going to, I'm trying to pull this up real quick so I have them for me. Okay, there we go. All right, so our sponsors for our 2022 season are Karen Depthrider DeWitt, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Vicki Aqua, Debbie Kelly, Annie Tillery Waldo, Timothy Melton, Kevin Kraft, Alana Morris, Ronald P. Bremner, Jade Miss, Todd Carter, Paula Sweet, Lori Binder, Glenn Combs, and Trina Pierce. And I want to thank you who made donations anonymously in the memory of John Music Mankays, the Appalachian poet Philip Kent Church, Ray Neighbors, Glenn Steele, Charles C.B. Banks, Sherry Rose, King's Cadence, and Rick Smith II. Thank you guys so much. We are right now in the midst of our... Broadcasting license fundraiser. How do I spit that one out? Our 
our 2023 Broadcasting License Fundraiser for this Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Radio Show. We have raised $551 towards our goal so far. We've got quite a ways to go. Um, but I want to thank all of you who have jumped in here right at the beginning and, and helped contribute, those of you who have been sharing the post, those of you who are here who are supporting the shows, listening, reading, all of that. I just appreciate you guys helping us stay what we are. You're incredible, and just I love you. If you're interested in being a sponsor, you can jump over onto my Facebook page. It's under Nyla, N-Y-L-A. I'm trying really hard not to sneeze. Can you guys tell? Nyla, N-Y-L-A dot Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A, last name Alicia. If you are not on my contacts list and the information is there, you can contribute on our GoFundMe page. GoFundMe page that we have up for the show. We also have a, the show has a Vimo, it has a Cash App, and it has PayPal. So there's four different ways that you can help donate if you can. And remember, you know, every little tiny bit helps. It all adds up. You know, that doesn't have to be a huge burden on one person. Just, you know, whatever you can do, if it's in your heart to do so, it is appreciated. I always get scared when it's this time of year. It's like, what if, what if we don't do it? That just can't happen. But it's scary. Okay, so anyway, fundraiser, yay. Sponsors, we love you. Now, get your pen and papers out, my little darlings, because we are going to do your inspiration from the inkwell. No, I didn't do the drum roll tonight. Um, It's been a little chaotic. There we go. All right, so inspiration from the inkwell. Have pens, papers. I'm going to go through this, and as I do our little mini workshop here, I want to make sure that you know that if you happen to miss anything, you don't have to panic. You can come back after the show has broadcast and listen to it in the archives and start it and stop it at your leisure and get everything written down that you missed, all right? So let's jump right in. These are your poetry prompts for the week. And as I go through these, keep in mind that poetry prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. The title, it can be the title of your poem. It can be a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem. Um, but beyond that, whatever you do with them is up to you. So let's get started. Go ahead and number your paper 1 through 14. Or just write them down as we go. You don't need to number them. All right. Number one, I have no appetite for this. Yes, that one is COVID-inspired. I took a bite of pizza the other day, you guys, and it was so nasty, I spit it out. What is wrong with me? And every time I think about pizza now, I think about how horrible that tastes when I took a bite. And it was good pizza. I mean, it wasn't like it was, you know, nasty pizza I found under the couch or anything. It was fresh pizza from the pizza place. It was so horrible. I could, it was just like, and I'm so afraid that it's ruined pizza for me forever. I just had to share that with you, and I feel so much closer now for doing so. All right, number one, I have no appetite. Number two, dirty sheets. Dirty sheets. Number three, juggling with your eyes closed. Juggling with your eyes closed. Number four, reasoning with destiny. 
Reasoning with Destiny. Five, why poetry is, this one's really fun, why poetry is afraid of the truth, is afraid of the truth. Number six, a hunting game. A hunting game. Number seven, roses of the street. Roses of the street. Number eight, faces in the box. Faces in the box. Number nine, given love poem. The forgiven love poem. Number 10, walk me not to darkness. Walk me not to darkness. Number 11, the cold children. The cold children. Number 12, reaching into madness. Reaching into madness to forget. Flying to forget. And number 14, candles in the headline candles in the headline and then your two replay bonuses brought back from last week's prompts because they're just that cool are the beast in the fog and this is my story to tell beast in the fog and this is my story to tell remember you can write one poem per prompt you can mix and match the prompts or you can use all the lines in one poem okay so before you sit down, remember, before you sit down to write to these, you want to make sure that you do your pick apart a prompt writing exercise. And what we do with that is teach you that if you look deeper into something, instead of just sitting down and letting the first thing that inspires you take you off and running, if you sit and really examine something, you're going to find things in it that are way more unique than what your muscle memory in your brain kicks you to. Okay? So... I want you to start this exercise off by taking the first prompt that I gave you. And what was that one? Dun, dun, dun. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Here it is. Um, I have no appetite. Of course. I have no appetite for this. I miss my pizza. I have no appetite for this. All right. So write that at the top of your page. Actually, let's use the second one because that one's a good one. Dirty sheets. All right, so we talk about muscle memory. I'm wondering how many of you, when I said dirty sheets, your first two, something naughty, or like a slasher horror movie, or something along those lines. That's what muscle memory is. Okay. Look beyond that. I want you to write that at the top of the page. And before you sit down to write a poem to that, I want you to write at least six different ideas for poems you could write to that prompt. So write down dirty sheets and then write down at least six different things that that could be the voice of or the shadow of or the face of or whatever. I'm, I'm sitting there looking at that. I'm trying, I, I don't like to say them. I just almost did. Oh, gosh, I'm glad I bit my tongue. Um, I don't like saying them. On prompts that are active because then what I say influences what you write and I don't like doing that so we'll talk about that next week but anyway turn them over shake them up put in a bag toss it around pull out whatever but dig deeper than what you're what you're going to automatically go to when you hear something that inspires you and you'll find things that are amazingly and uniquely yours you won't be writing the typical 
and uh, you'll just be better off for it. Yes, I'm messing with my studio. I'm tech supports all over my board right now, and they need to leave me alone because I'm trying to talk to you guys. My brain cannot do that. So once again, I'm going to run through your prompts for you. Now I'm going to do that in a minute. We need to, I've got a couple of things I need to do real quick, but right now we're going to give you your writer's block writing assignment. So that was it on your prompt. That was it on your pick apart a prompt writing exercise. We do that every week. You guys should have that down by now. I shouldn't have to keep reminding you, but there's people here that have never been here before, so I have to tell them. Sometimes we need reminders. They're good. All right. So now it's time for your writer's block is just an urban legend mythbuster writing assignment. Isn't that a mouthful? And this is important because Writer's Block is a part of a workshop that I tell called Writer's Block is an Urban Legend. It's like the boogeyman. If you don't believe in it, it can't hurt you. Writer's Block does not exist, you guys. We put way too much pressure on ourselves when we sit down to write something. We think that we have to write something amazing and wonderful and, and earth-shattering so we can pop it up on Facebook and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And we know we don't have to do that. And we sit down and it doesn't happen. Then we get pissed off and automatically blame it on writer's block. And I'm here to dispel that myth because there is no such thing. If you can pick up a paper and you can pick up a pen and you can scribble something on it, even if it's a pretend writing that you don't even know how to speak, you're writing. How can writer's block exist? If you can pick up a pen and from that pen make marks on paper, it doesn't matter that you're not writing that earth-shattering poem. You're writing. So there is no such thing as writer's block. It's just you're spoiled. And you don't want to write anything but those great, awesome, amazing, epic poems. And when they don't come, you don't look at other options. You don't always have to write amazing. You just have to write. Right? So we are going to be doing for a while a... going to be guys I, I, I have to tell you this cause you're gonna you're gonna you'll understand you'll understand so it's important to do this because in order to grow in anything we do you know you're gonna have to submit to that fact that it's gonna be a little uncomfortable how's this for a disclaimer disclaimer for what's coming up right so you need to submit to the fact that uh, things are gonna be uncomfortable that we might whine a little. Feet saying, I don't wanna, and I don't like it, and it's hard, my hands don't work. And you know what? That's perfectly fine. You don't have to do things like this. But you spend a whole lot of your day doing stuff you don't want to do. Think about that. How much of your day is spent doing things you don't want to do? You do it to make life better and easier for other people so that they shine. But when you ask the same dedication to yourself, these things that I give you, they're meant to be fun. And they are. I'm not going to lie. They are meant to make you uncomfortable. They're there to roughhouse you a little bit up and shake you out of your box. It's meant to push you because you can either 
you can either sit around and make excuses about your muse being lazy or about having writer's block, or you can show yourself that you are worth the same time and care and consideration that you give the rest of the world and tell yourself, okay, all right, let's just get down to it. Get over here, Penn. It's just you and me. And I will tell you, it feels good. It feels really, really good when you do, and it's empowering. So for a while, our myth, biter, myth, myth, biter, myth buster writing assignment is going to be called something to write blank. And the blank is there because I'm going to be throwing all kinds of shit at you every week, and I'm not going to lie. It's going to be a bit of a wild ride. But I am really... I really am going to be pushing you out of your comfort zones. The question is, you guys, seriously, are you worth the work? And don't look at me because you don't have to answer to me. You. Go stand in front of the mirror, eyeball to eyeball with yourself, and answer that question out loud. Look in the mirror and say, am I worth the work? And then get busy. So this week's Mythbuster assignment is called Something to Write Four. Thing to write for. And what are we going to be writing for? Well, we're going to be writing for the Poetry P Journal. Poetry P Journal. And we're going to write a couple of haiku poems. And I'm say we because I'm doing this right along with you. And once we've written a couple, we're going to choose some and we're going to submit them. I told you uncomfortable, right? I don't want to. Yes, you do. Just do it. Yes, I believe in you. Um, we're going to submit them to the Poetry P Journal. All of the information on how to submit and information on the journal is going to be on my Facebook page, or you can message me, and I'll send it to you. All right? The Poetry P's, the Poetry P Journal's writing theme for this volume is the haiku. Obviously, because that's what I said we're going to write. And this is what they say regarding their criteria for their haiku submissions. They say, we welcome haiku from the experienced beginners and all points in between. This is what we're looking for. Simple. This is not an intellectual exercise. That is the beauty of a haiku. Simple. It's not an intellectual. And otherwise, don't be pompous. Strong. Make every word count. That's another fun thing. I guess I hate doing form poetry because I had to count. But then I realized I wasn't really counting. It was a word puzzle. And I had to find words to fit into the puzzle of that formula. And it actually changed everything for me when I started looking at it differently because me and the numbers do not get along. So make every word count. There's not a lot of room for fluff in there. Make them suggestive. Show, don't tell. Don't tell me what's happening. Show me through the words you use or them. Seasonal. If you're writing a haiku, keep in mind that that is one of the the. That is what a, originally what a haiku was, is they wrote something that pertained to the seasons. And I'll post something about that on my Facebook page if you want to read it as well. 
And then remember that they should be written in the present tense. And they say they like surprises that give you an aha moment. Then they say don't send us the ordinary. Remember, the editing team reads many, many, many haiku. So dig deep. All right. That's what you're going to do. You're going to... This week, you're going to play around with haikus. And I was, I'm not going to point fingers because that's not what this is about. But I did have a conversation with somebody, and they told me I don't write haikus. And I just smiled, and I wanted to hug him and give him the biggest kiss on the cheek in the whole world and just wanted to say, I know. I am such a huge fan of yours. I know what you write. I know you don't write haikus, but that's the point. You don't write haikus. So still go stand in front of that mirror and ask yourself, am I willing to do this to help me grow? And the answer is yes. So it may be something that we don't aren't familiar with. That's the whole pushing part of this. But once you do it, you guys, it's incredible. And this is what we're doing this week. So Play with some haikus. It doesn't even matter if we send in. They read tons and tons of haikus. It doesn't matter if they even get get picked. That's not what this is about. It's about the act of writing them and then doing something with it. Right? So if you have any questions on that, shoot me a message. I can get you the information if you want to come back and go over it. I'll put the link for the journal so you have all this stuff off of their submission page and that's kind of all I really need to go over on that. It's going to be fun. You guys buckle up because you're in for a ride for a while. We're, gonna, we're just going to get so wild and crazy. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> once again, I'm going to run through this week's poetry prompts. And remember, if you missed any as I go through, them, go through them, you can come back after the show and listen to the podcast. So number one, I have no appetite for this. Two, dirty sheets. Three, Juggling with your eyes closed. Number four, reasoning with destiny. Number five, why poetry is afraid of the truth. Number six, a hunting game. Seven, roses of the street. Number eight, faces in the box. Nine, the forgiven love poem. Me not to darkness. Eleven, the cold children. Twelve, reaching for madness. 13. Flying to forget. Number 14. Candles in the headline. And your two replay bonuses from last week are Beast in the Fog and This is My Story to Tell. So there you go. That's it. That's your inspiration from the Inkwell Mini Workshop. You missed any of that, come back in it out of the archives. Remember, we're working on reading, reading, reading. If you're not reading more than you're writing, you're doing it backwards and keeping right in line. This, see, this way you get to do two things that kill two birds with one stone, right? Because as our writer's discipline, we go out every single day and try to find something worth 17 syllables, which is we try to go out every day and write a haiku poem. The haiku is three lines, five, seven, five syllable count. So as you write your daily haikus, you can be working on the haikus you're going to submit. So you're actually doing less work. (laughs) 
All right, so that's it, you guys, for our inspiration for the Inkwell. I want to remind you really quickly about our uh, February writing contest. We are celebrating Black Poetry Month. So if you write something to this, you can post it on my page, and you will be entered into our drawing, our February drawing. It's going to go from the 1st until March 1st. So anytime during the month, write something celebrating Black Poetry Month and put it on my Facebook page, post it there, and you get entered once. If you come onto the show and read a piece celebrating Black Poetry Month, then you get entered into the drawing twice. All right. Then, I'm trying to remember the formula. Then if you post it on my page and come read it, if you do both, if you post it on my page and come read it on the show, then get entered into the drawing four times. So if you do both, you get an extra. So if you do both, you get four. The winner will be drawn and announced on the March 2nd show. So get writing, get those on here. We'll be good to go. I do want to let area code, where did they go? Before we finish up the rest of this. Area code, is it 519? I see you down there, Bob. You're not in the lineup, honey, but I do have you written in the order that you called in. If you want to read, can you press 1 for me? And that goes for 503 and 407 as well. But, Bob Tob, I see you down there. There we go. I got you. All right. So you haven't lost your place in line. I know where you are, and we will get you on. I didn't. I just wanted to make sure that you know that I saw you. I'm so glad to see you. Okay. We are going to play an audio track. We always start and end every episode with something from you, the poets. If you'd like to have yours played on the air, you can email those to me or message them to me on Facebook. If you email them, make sure that you put MP3, audio poem, something like that in the subject line for me. We'll get these uploaded onto the show's library and play them for the world. We are going to play a piece by Epiphany off of her, the, her, uh, the Eclipse CD. And, uh, no, we're playing the Eclipse and it's off her Soul Flower CD. There we go. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is Miss Epiphany. This is, this is our, our Eclipse. Eternity is a very long forever, but I will wait even as each second apart splits me as one thousand razor-like swords impale my heart. I can wait, my love, for the despair is only a momentary distraction, a mere fraction of what is to come. For when we lay, the deepness of you envelops me with such incredible intensity. It is what it is meant to be. Self-teridity all ablaze with the inescapable hunger for one another. Tasting, yes. Smelling, yes. Touching, yes. You are, oh yes, soft yet commanding, beckoning my spirit to join yours in our personal nirvana. Gazing upon me with half-moon. Go ahead, go ahead and lie to me, I beg of you, because your body is full of honesty anyway. 
even when you try to deny what is laid upon your precious feet, you have your tail. A dead giveaway that resides in the burrows of your inside, surfacing only when the moon is wide and incandescent. And my sun descends. It is what we know. It is the clip. We meet and dance, the lovers dance and trance with the knowledge of each other's every curve, of one another's body, sweetness on command. Interlocking hands, moist lifelines intertwine and clasp, reading our destinies through our palms. Pressed upon one another, our future is certain and uncertain at the same time. I see. My reflection in your eyes, I am your angel, eternally watching over you, bringing you into light, and this thing, this thing we have, liquefies all doubt and insecurities, so I sleep on a clean conscience of a pillow each and every night. It is pure and simple, kismet. We uplift one another, feeding our souls to have, making us whole, driven by the mercy of the great universe. She wouldn't dare tear us from one another, not now, not yet, not ever. I anxiously welcome your kisses, the ones that never touched my lips. For I know each night our eclipse is inevitable. Hugo once said that the clouds are the only birds that never sleep. I disagree, my dear celestial twin. We too never sleep, for we are filled with constant thoughts of one another, filled with the luster of the shining invisible. Carnality that seeps into my solar-filled days and your lunar-soaked nights. Yet, that is not all, see, for I belong to you. And you belong to me. And when you proclaimed it was official and tattooed your name on my heart, I was gone. If you never uttered another word, I would still be so satisfied. This is our story, the story of us. Let the pages turn as the wind carries us to our next chapter. And we'll go. That was Epiphany Castro with the eclipse off of her Soul Flower Flower album. Yes, my face is working. All right, you guys. You know what time it is? It's time for you. Our amazing. Yes, I know your government name. <laughs> I know everything. I'm a great stalker. Uh, all right, so... <laughs> Uh, if you're on hold tonight, you guys, let me let me uh, tell you what to expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in. And if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. Uh, 
When I bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. That is vitally important. You want to make sure that people know who's reading and that your name is attached to your work always. When you come on right now, you can read two normally poems or one long poem. We are kind of having issues with the board tonight, and I'm just reading text. So we're going to, if you're trying to call in right now, by the way, and you're getting a fast, busy signal, keep trying. They're working on the issues. And if you're trying to get into the chat, just keep refreshing it. It'll let you in eventually. <laughs> All right, perfect. So two poems, normalish, one long. Uh, we have a mature rating, so you can read just about anything in the world on here with the exception of hardcore erotica, no bumping body parts, no what? You're right, tat, no tab A into slot B. Other than that, you are good to go. I'm going to go ahead and give you the lineup so you know if you're coming up. There's the first three callers I'll go about, and that way you know where you are coming up fairly quickly, and I'll keep you posted throughout the show. Our first caller comes from area code 702, followed by 860, and then 56. Those are our first three callers tonight. So let's go ahead and bring on our first caller. This is my drum roll. There we go, Mr. Jimmy Ray Davis. Hello. Jimmy hey, Ray Davis. Hey, how are you doing, honey? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm sorry you're still fighting the vid, you know? Uh, but uh, I'll tell you what, I am miserable today. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I am just, my brain is just marshmallows right now. I'm so tired. I'm actually sound pretty, sound pretty chipper, actually. So. Do I? Oh, good. <laughs> it's, I'm, you know how when you get really tired, you get giddy for a while? That's where I'm at. That's where I am. Yeah, and then you just conk straight out, so I hope you make it through the show. Oh, I know. If I fall asleep, you guys hear me start snoring. Please tell me, lie and tell me I don't snore, okay? <laughs> well, Nyla, you, um, I think you'll be in for a little bit of a treat tonight. So uh, I know I, I think it's safe to say that you are a big fan of the Abattoir saga. Mm-hmm. And I have... Uh, Actually, on the show here, there was a couple of poems recently, uh, not Lenore and uh, Lorelai, where I got to introduce the fact that Lenore had a sister. And so tonight, just for you and anybody else who's into it, it uh, I did write two new poems this week. They'll be on the vote uh, docket for next, uh, next week's releases. But they will be heard first here before I post it anywhere. And um, so the two main questions I think that you might have are, we know that Lorelai wants revenge for uh-huh. her sister's death. And, but sadly, we only get limited information about Lenore herself because poor dear died very much before she was ever featured. So we're going to explore both of those angles tonight. And we're going to start out with Lorelai. Now, I was uh, commenting on a post on Facebook, and the post had something to do with uh, why is revenge uh, 
fish that should be served cold when, and there were some other things that went along with that. And so the word that caught my eye was revenge. And I thought, well, I do know what, which one of my characters is about for revenge. Well, that's pretty easy. So this is based on um, that, the pursuit of that quest. This is called Killer Heels. In Killer Spike Heels and a Fire Stick Smile, revenge would not be served cold tonight. Blood red dress, hair a hot mess. Nothing freezing save ice blue eyes. Strategic tear, thigh showing, night growing thin, faster than an Uber trying to catch blind bastard in the third. A hot tip, fast train, jaunt to where the drunk and insane drags with he was here. Happy tears, nearly escaped eyelid drapes, sweat on the nape of her neck. Dirty gray hair spilled from a crumpled bowler derby, absurdity at its lowest. Forty-five raised quick. Off the safety click. Trusting not her voice, yet unable to be stable. Two words like ghost birds in a tombstone night. Old Bill? Drunken cur with a wretched slur and rapid turn, taking her in with a nasty lip-tongue gesture. Oh, yeah, little girly, but you, you can call me Big Bill. <laughs> Hoo-wee, you look about 15. Can I buy you a drink? Fuck it all. It wasn't him. Not the catalyst of her sister's demise. Another dead end. She shot him anyway. And called him. <laughs> I love this girl. <laughs> I thought you liked that. <laughs> awesome ending. <laughs> she shot him anyway. Well, good. You know, obviously we know she can't quite encounter uh, Bill yet, and uh, I think uh, I don't have it all worked out, but I've got some ideas flowing, and I think that uh, old Bill himself. There's going to be some surprises, let's just put it that way. Um, and I, I, to follow that up, um, I wrote this one, and this is a little bit of perspective from Lenore before she passed away, of course, at the sad young age of 12. And uh, this plays a little bit into the original legend as well. So this is called Three-Eyed Lady. I think you know where I'm going. Three-Eyed Lady, and this is from Lenore's own personal rhyming diary. We went to the circus today. It was a grand time indeed. Father and Uncle Mike, my sister Lorelai and me. We saw some funny clowns and tightrope walkers without nets. Such delightful fun until we arrived at the sideshow tent. So very dark and scary. People with extra limbs a man with hair from head to toe who was called Wolfman Jim. Pickled punks were horrifying for they made Lorelai cry. Then we saw a beautiful lady who had an extra eye. She looked at me forlorn and sad. A tear spilled down her face. I knew she did not belong in this horrid, wretched place. She seemed to look inside my soul as I stood there and wept. I saw a vision of old Bill leading me down some steps. For I like Bill. He's funny, 
aloof and painfully shy. Yet in my vision, his face was sad, as if he wanted to die. I took my sister by the hand, as birds to escape, to fly. I saw Uncle Mike talking softly to the lady with three eyes. I will be 11 tomorrow, but happiness I may not swill. I must find why my fate seems tied to that man no man has And boom. <laughs> I am so, so, so fangirling right now. <laughs> well, you know, it's, uh, there's a lot to, uh, there's a lot to process. A lot of, uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. You know, I'm having fun with it because, um, these are characters that obviously, well, not Lorelai, but Will Bill and more, uh, Sideshow Shiva, Mike Bartender, that have been with me for, since our MySpace days, since, uh, nearly two decades. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where it leads. Uh, but remember, the Jimmyverse is in the works, and that's going to basically mean that everybody, every character, main character, sometimes somewhat side characters will all be linked in some way. I, I, am, I am really excited about this project you're working on. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so much fun to hear, hear it be brought to fruition. Yep. I get off well, and good, go right. I, I, <laughs> absolutely. And look, look, your favorite, your your favorite word machine is poem of all time, Wildwood Motel. There's a character uh, in that poem known as Cigar Stan. The maintenance mm-hmm. here. So I have a I have a inside information that Cigar Stan will be uh, appearing in well, and he will be also somewhat connected, uh, as well as, if you remember, the hobo poet who rode the rails his whole life, writing poems for everybody and uh, that he came across. That was his way of giving to people that took him in. So, exciting stuff. Wasn't there a character in that story? Wait, was there a character in that story that stayed the night and survived? Yeah, that was, um, I believe that was, uh, don't, don't tell me now. That was, uh, uh, it was something wild. Right? There was yeah, something yeah. Is, is she going to yeah. be connected to everybody too? She might. She might. Because even though she is a real person, uh, you know, the, the tangled webs we weave, right? She doesn't have to be. She doesn't have to be a real person. She can be whoever you want her to be. Well, she is who she is, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that she won't be connected. <laughs> that, might, that might be kind of fun for the person who inspired <laughs> that character, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, now listen, I want to get it rolling. We got a lot of callers, and I, I know uh, Captain Rich is coming up. Uh, I have a very special poem uh, to read uh, next week, and uh, I can't tell you any more than that. So, Word Machinist, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, um, Poetizer under the name of Machinist. Key it in. I'm there. And on Facebook, uh, where I'm finding a really uh, amazing uh, circle of writers and poets there on the page side of things. The page and regular profile, 
deal, Milo, this is why you couldn't tag me because you were trying to tag my poetry page. It won't work because a page can't friend a regular page. A regular page has to follow the author page. It's, it's, an, it's a mess. But anyway, we'll talk about that. Anyway, that's Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry. You can find me there posting all my videos. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. That was absolutely amazing. I am so glad. I'm just I'm just tickled. I'm excited about this project. Very cool. That yeah. makes me happy. Sit, Thanks, sit here and listen to the rest of the show and then go write. Yeah, I'll I'll listen as much as I can, but I have a lot to do. But yes, I will. I'm definitely gonna listen for a while. Thank you again, Nyla. <laughs> Love you and you have a good rest of the show. Love you too, hon. Thank you. <laughs> All right. It's really cool when uh, someone does that, writes characters and keeps them ongoing. I get very attached. All right, our next caller, we have, oh, Mr. Pineapple 16, it is your turn. My darling thing, ba-ba, boom, go. Are you unmuted yet? This is awkward. Um, um, um. Where'd Pineapple 16 go? Um, That's Jessica. Jessica, jump on, honey. Yeah. Okay, what? Hi. You're on. Hi. You somehow, I was somehow I lost Pineapple 16. Oh, but you told me 860 was after, was second, and that's me. Oh, well, I have written down, I have him written down. He was second. Oh. Okay, so am or I no, going or? No, he's, wait a minute. Yeah, you're you're going, wait a minute, let me Give me a second. Yeah, his call dropped. I gotta find him again so I can get him on. All right, go ahead. I'm back. I'm I'm know where I am now. I'm not lost anymore. Okay, so it's my turn then. It is your turn. You are second, yes. Okay. And you were second. Okay, this is Nyla. This is Nyla. Nyla, this is Jessica Brooke, and if anybody doesn't know, well, probably most of you will know that aren't regular listeners. Uh, I have two to read. I only actually wrote two this week, so um, not that difficult to pick. <laughs> um, okay, the first one is called Invincible. In tears, she lets herself cleanse, yet stands strong, ready for battle. For the war against her body has begun, for daily pain not receding, yet often leading to time spent in bed, for too intense a fatigue as a breath at each step becomes labored, yet she will not set limits or give up, for chronic pain must be fought. Courage to rise each day to face another challenge was instilled in her by her ailing mother, right before cancer consumed her, strong until the end. As the sun sets, she enjoys the beauty, yet tonight, from her bedroom window, remembering she survived, got through today, just to start again tomorrow. And poem. Wow. absolutely love that the beginning was so, or oh, how was I going to put, put that? I'm telling you guys, this stupid COVID brain is a thing. You hear people say that, and it's like, ah, ha, ha, yeah, no, it is. There was something that you wrote at the beginning of the poem that was, oh, you were letting yourself cry. Yeah, in tears. But at the same time, 
Yeah. Cleanse, yeah. And then you go you went right on to talk about, you know, readying yourself for battle. And I thought, you know, that is a really healthy that that is a real strong statement. It's a real healthy statement. There it's very powerful. Because people sit there and say, Well, I don't have I can't cry because I have to be strong or they sit there and they say, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to sit here and cry because I'm not strong. Or, you know, but you can do both. You can allow yourself right. to be human and feel and cry. And, you know, it's okay to do that as long as you don't quit fighting. So I really love the fact that you combined both of those things. And Thank it you. was empowering. Thank I got my brain back. Whew. Yeah, and I I have chronic pain, but it's not this bad. But for some reason, I I think I did capture. And I don't know why I wrote about it either, but it just came to mind. I I captured that that I guess because someone said it was very relatable to her chronic pain. So, um, all right. In the second one, it's called freedom. All the reasons, all the excuses to hold on to hatred, stalled forgiveness as I remained bound. Darkness descended. Heart and chains mirror reflected my eyes filled with sadness. For not ready to let hate go, to remember happy moments. Cherish your love displayed while I focus on misery you caused. Yet since I found, found forgiveness without bounds, I feel free to celebrate your memory. I'll say hey to my father. End poem. That was phenomenal, sweetheart. Thank you. Okay, and uh, where to find me? Uh, basically, you can find see if you want to watch videos. YouTube is Jessica Brooks Poetry. No, just yeah, Jessica Brooks Poetry. B R O K E apostrophe S. My Facebook is just my author page is Jessica Brooks Poetry, and um, I'm. Yeah, that's, that's all. I hope that COVID releases its, its awful, like, deathly grip off you um, and that you have I know. You know, this has just been horrible, seriously. I have been camped out here in my office for 17 days now, and it's I'm so oh. bored. of. I mean, I'm even sleeping in here on my recliner, and I'm so bored oh that I have sat here and not only labeled – but cataloged, indexed, and boxed 20 boxes of fossils that I was just not, hadn't got to yet in the last five years. Did you say fossils? Fossils? Yeah, fossils, yeah, like paleontology fossils. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So I haven't had any, I haven't done, I just, I have just been sitting there waiting for me, but in the last 17 days, I have got them done. I am so proud of myself. Good. I get up, I do that, and I go back to bed. And then I go back to bed, and then I go back, and then I get up and do another one, and then I go back to bed. <laughs> one thing you thank COVID for, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I gotta... Good night, Nyla. Good night, honey. Thank you so much. You did great tonight. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. I love that girl. All right, so we're going to jump down here and grab Mr. Pineapple 16 because somehow – got mixed up and he's all the way down here i think maybe he bumped one and took himself out of the lineup so let's grab mr five six 
Yes. Seven, Mr. Pineapple, yeah. 16. Yeah, this is Pineapple. Hello. Hey, sweetie. How you doing? All right. Yeah, when you when you um, brought her on, because you, you, said, you said the first three, and so I thought, okay, I'm third. And then after Jimmy was done, then you called my name. I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And then um, – and you panicked and took yourself out of the lineup. Well, no, I I <laughs> I grabbed my phone, getting ready to speak, but then you seemed to have some confusion with between me and her. So I number one, thinking that I needed to do something differently, and then it said, ah. oh, so, then I, so then I hit it again, like, oh, well, that was no good. So, Which is exactly why I write these down with pen and paper and don't rely on electronics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, awesome! Um, I'm glad you're here, my dear. Yeah, me too. Um, today's my wedding anniversary, and um, since you know the the pineapple sixteen, the reason the sixteen is there is because my legal name has 16 letters and my birthday is the 16th and my wife's birthday is also the 16th. So we got married on the 16th and we did it in February. So um, I'm not going to lie to you. The first time I heard your name, I thought you were like one of these poly people with 16 wives. (laughs) Yeah. Nope. Nope. I've I have visited Utah, but uh, <laughs> not not uh, that's not for me. I mean, <laughs> the Mormon lifestyle. <laughs> I I love Utah. In fact, I have visited forty-seven state capitals, and my favorite one is the one in Utah. So, what'd you bring us tonight, hon? Okay, well, since it's my anniversary, I'm going to read this short poem that I wrote about my wife. It was um, when the pandemic started, we were in Ecuador, and everyone else in the world, um, some of our plans got uh, messed up. And I came back to the United States um, before she did. And so I wrote a poem. It's a very short poem. I wrote it in Spanish. And the rhyming words in Spanish are esposa and mariposa, which mean wife and butterfly. And then also pronto and cuanto. And pronto means soon, which is interesting because in the United States, we use pronto usually to mean like now, but in Spanish, pronto means soon. And so anyway, I'm, I'm going to read it in English, though. So here it is. I love my beautiful wife. I will protect her from the butterfly. I'm happy to see her soon. My love for her is so big that I don't know how much. End poem. Oh, that was but incredible. It sounds, it sounds, yeah, it sounds really cool in Spanish because of rhymes and 
and, and it's more romantic sounding because her Can first you read language it in is Spanish? Spanish. Well, I don't have the the text in front of me in Spanish. I recorded okay. it. I made a, I did make a recording of it in Spanish, and um, I played it for her and um, a couple other members of her family, and they're like, "Oh, that's that's so nice." Um, but um. Yeah, I'm not going to try to do that now. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I okay. Will, I, I will mess it up. So, what is your second um, one, then? I'm going to do uh, license plate poem number three. Awesome. So, yeah, this is my favorite of the ten I've written. And for those who are unaware, I I take pictures of license plates. I have 4,000 pictures of license plates. Uh, which is quite a collection of words and phrases. And this one uses about 80 license plates. So here we go. And it's word, hey, wait, hey. It's word for word. Wait, 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 wait. It's word for yeah, word, right? Yeah, you don't is. have any filler words in there at all. You, you guys need to know that. Exactly. That makes it even more impressive. In, yeah, every word in this poem and all my other license plate poems, every word in my poem is on a license plate that I took a picture of. That I saw a car somewhere, and I've chased a few cars <laughs> to get a picture of their license plate. And um, so then I make these poems. <laughs> and after you go through some of my poems, you, you start to recognize a few words or phrases. For example... Um, a couple of weeks ago when I did license plate poem number two, the last one that I used, it's a Georgia license plate. It says, meow. Meow. That's, That's my favorite. I don't know why. Yeah. It's, it's M-E-O-W-W-W-W. And that license plate is also in this poem. So you will hear that. And uh, so here we go. Hey, hey, what's up? What's good? Why are you here? Bunhead, goathead, groovy hairdo, my oh my sweet thing, beast shampoo. I'll style you. I spike. Little gray, shampoo. Crop top, lollipop, live for now, meow. Cat scan hair bug, you're a star, go long. Charge them D, sexy D, best D ever, Donkey Kong. Go blue Buckeyes, eyeballs, eyesight. Dark art, dark sun, after dark daylight. Why are you here? What's good? What's up? Shook up, shake up, strap up, buttercup. Coming up, giddy up, cowboy up, yup, yup. Hunt them up, wind up, rack them up, tear you up. Three up, three down, up and down, sit down. First down, foot down, come on down, frog town. You are happy car, Lego car, made par. You're a star. Wow. Live for now. Go get it. Why be average? Be creative. Draw. Lots to see. Be free. Go to win. Yeehaw. For the love. Free to be. Free to run. Fabulous finish, epic win. Imagine 
you won. What's good? What's up? Why are you here? End poem. <laughs> I love it so and, much I can't and, even tell you. Yeah, and, and, and it's cool uh, for those who are unaware. I have made videos of these, and you see the license plates as you hear the words of the poem. I put the license plates up to the uh, synchronization of my voice. And so, um, go ahead. I was just say, so make sure that you give them the link so they can see that. Um, well, yeah, it's on my YouTube channel which is Pineapple XVI, because it's Roman 16, Pineapple 16. And I have a playlist of poetry. I also have another playlist that is just my license plate poems. And there are nine of them on there so far. The tenth poem, I have not yet finished making the video. It's my longest one, and it's the most complicated one. And um, I actually have not finished the audio portion because it is a dialogue poem between me and another person, just like license plate poem number four is that way. And it's, it's a conversation between two people, and license plate poem number four involves a lot of license plates from a Volkswagen Beetle because I have over 85 license plate pictures from a Beetle. I got lightning bug, water, you know, just bug, 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 bug. So I thought, oh, I got to make a poem out of this. <laughs> oh, I want a license plate that says lightning bug. That makes me think of my yeah, and Hey, you know what? Do you yeah. want a project for the summer? It, perhaps. I want you to go what, to the what? dollar store. This is your project. I want you to go to okay. the dollar store and find one of those tacky plastic pineapple water bottles with a tr- stop sticking out of the top. With the what sticking and out of the top? It. You know, the straws that stick out of the top, so it looks like a, it's oh, a plastic oh, pineapple with oh. a straw coming out of the top, one of those tacky right, dollar yeah, store water bottles. Okay, yeah. So I want you to go buy one of those. And then I want you to start promoting on your page, and I'll even make you the graphic for it if you want, that you, anybody that sends you in a picture of a license plate during the summer is going to get entered into the drawing to win that pineapple 16 water bottle. <laughs> right? And at the end of the summer, you can only use the license plates people send to you to write a poem. And then you can jot that poem down, stuff it in the water bottle, and send it out. But how fun would that be to have people start yeah. sending you license plates from all over everywhere? And you can write a poem and then do a drawing, and whoever wins gets your pineapple, your dollar store pineapple right. cup. Right. That, that, is, that is a very cool idea. I, I had um, – I similar idea without a contest involved um, because some friends and family have sent me a few license plate pictures over the last few years. And I was, 
I thought about making a poem just from the ones that they sent me, but um, they haven't sent me very many, and I, it's, it's not enough to work with. Although if it were a nationwide thing and I got hundreds of pictures of license plates. I, then, I hope you yeah. get 27. I hope you get 27 and you have to write a poem out of 20. No, I hope you get thousands, but it would be really funny <laughs> if you got 27. The devious evil part of me is just saying, let, let him get six. I was honestly write a lot of poem out of six of them. <laughs> well, my shortest, so my nice. shortest one it uses about uh, 46 license plates, and the longest one is about 120, but they're usually around 75 license plates. Um, but um, there, I, I did briefly mention a few weeks ago about there was another poem that I started to write out of a source mm-hmm. material, but I did not give the details because I don't want somebody copying my idea. But there is there is another source of words and phrases that I have been collecting, and I wrote about 70% of the poem. I was hoping for more source material, but I might have to adjust my poem because I'm tired of waiting for more phrases and words. But um, when that one's done, then I, of course, will announce the source of my phrases. But uh, license plates are a very good um, source because there's just so many. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing I, what people will put license plate. <laughs> I know. You know what mine's going to say? D-E-D-T-N-G-S, dead things. Ah, how many, how many does, you live in Oregon, right? Yeah, seven letters. Seven letters, okay, that's the same as Ohio. Because some states allow eight letters, so it's pretty cool. I would love to have eight letters. Can I buy a vowel? All right, tell everyone how to find yeah. you so they can send you those license plates. Okay, Pineapple16, On uh, the best place to send a picture of a license plate would be on um, Facebook, on my Pineapple16 page. And um, but otherwise, if you want to hear more of my stuff, YouTube or iTunes, Pineapple XVI. So great talking with you. Thank you so much, sweetheart. It's always fun. Okay, see you, we'll see talk you next to week. You soon. Or talk. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ciao. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code seven three. I'll give you the next three callers. We have seven three one. Eight five zero and eight three two. Put this pin down. I keep clicking it. I don't know if you guys can hear that or not. I'm fidgeting. All right. So seven three one. You're on the air. Are you with me? Yes. Michael Todd calling from West Tennessee. And yes, I can hear your pin. Click 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 click. God, yes. it's annoying, isn't it? I'm putting it in the drawer. Not nearly as, anno- not nearly as annoying as the drip 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 I heard night before last when my bathroom sink was leaking. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what brought to my mind. You you said something about I can't stomach this or I can't stomach the taste of this or whatever. And and yeah. as I'm going through pulling off all my old stuff, I found a poem that fit that. <laughs> and I would never. Awesome. Yeah, I would I, never. It was when I took a bite of pizza, and it was just for some reason because of the COVID, it made it taste so nasty that I had to spit it out, and it made me sad. Something ruined. Something ruined pizza for you. 
That's horrible. That's the worst thing in the world. And I it tasted like it. a mouthful. It tasted like a mouthful of rotten grapefruit rinds in my mouth. Is what it tasted like. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. All right. Ugh. Here's my first poem for the evening. It's called "The Monster's Lair" by Michael Todd. There's a full moon out tonight. It glares over the parking lot, lighting up the stairs of those who would enter, those who dare take the plunge. But best beware, that only pain, confusion await us there. I would rather be any place, anywhere. This was not my plan. It was theirs. Should have shown indifference had I cared. I might not be sitting in this chair trying to focus on these walls so bare, wondering how on this night I will fare. The pungent smell is so awful in this air. These here with me sit and stare at those who torment. Pleasure is theirs. They enter in, parading in pairs. Welcome to the monster's lair. How I hate Friday nights at Chuck E. Cheese. In peace. When you were reading it, I was picturing somebody sitting in an electric chair. And that was oh, the monster's lair. Yes, but that's the first image that came to mind. That was that was like that was kind of wicked there. Have you ever been to Chuck E. Cheese? I have been. I actually have a Chuck E. Cheese token in my little memory box that I keep under my bed with secret, special, private things, and from about 1989, I think. Yep, been there. Little mechanical things that mice and yep. Mhm. Okay. I put together all my haikus. I'm gonna post them one day, pretty soon this year. All of them on one blog. All of them. Every single one. How many were there? Ever I don't know. It's 20 or 30 right now. I still got two or three to find. Dude, this is this is from 2007 to now. But I'm going to put them all on one blog. You know what happens on a lot of my... Haikus. What? I, I explain them. You know what that means. Some of my explanations can last a while. So, anyway, it's going to be long. But that's okay. I haven't published anything in over, well, right at two years since I posted a blog. So, and I've got, but I've got one to do before that that's going to. Cause a lot of problems. That's okay. I'll get over it. Just make half the people I know hate me. But life goes on. Anyway, speaking of life goes on, by the way, that Monster's Lair thing I did was from 2007. I'm enjoying going back in time. You know, one of the reasons I'm doing this, going back and pulling all these old poems and stories and printing them out and all, because I'm starting to have a little bit of memory memory loss, okay? So I'm getting them all together while I know how to look for them and find them. But one of these days, Miss Nyla, one of these days I'm going to come over here and read something that I read the week before. It's going to happen. 
And when it does, tell me. Let me know I did it, okay? Don't be nice. Okay. Lay it on me. Yeah, so uh, anyway. I promise. All right. Well, here, this is a nice reminiscing piece from 2009. And uh, the place I wrote it about, I was there this morning. Here we go. Walk in the Rain by Michael Todd. The entryway was guarded loosely by the pine thicket that had been planted by my dad as a school project back when he was a youngster. I suppose it inappropriate to call it a thicket as trees there were well over 50 feet tall back then when I took on the role of being a youngster. The old wagon path was well-worn but solid, tended to grow in the hardened ruts. The path was so narrow, a stray fallen limb would make it impossible to trek unless on foot. On summer days, when I was on vacation from the city, this was the path I would walk early of the morning. The winding strip was only a quarter of a mile long, but then it seemed to go on forever, probably because I was never in any great hurry to get to the end, to the old rusty gate that led to Floyd's Pond. While the path was covered in thick underbrush and honeysuckle, the area that afforded the pond was fairly open, as the pond was surrounded by oak trees and one massive hickory tree. When the water in the pond would reach summertime temperatures, you could smell it as it turned over. Doubtful there were ever fish in that pond, but snakes were always to be found patrolling its bank. As I recall, I only made this walk when the sun was shining. We had several buildings to play in around the old home place, as well as a big covered front porch. All things in due time, I suppose, but then I really cannot recall a summer day then when the sun didn't shine. I went to walk the path again just today. Surprisingly, the pine trees had stood their ground and were now over a 100 feet tall. The wind was playing its games in the tops of the trees, providing a haunting melody barely muted by the falling rain. Yeah, wouldn't you know on the day I would return, I would be greeted by a thunderstorm. I suppose I could sense from the outset this was going to be a short walk unless I made a point to extend it. The only way to do that was stop every so often. Not much to see in the way of landmarks as the old home place had succumbed to fire and weather. The woods were thick with underbrush. Off to the right, the cemetery was not in view, though I could still sense its scary presence. Odd that, since it never seemed to bother me 40 years ago when I would play there. Within minutes, I saw the old gate off its post laying on the ground as the hinges had long given up the ghost to rust. I don't know if I was surprised or disappointed to find the ponds no more having dried up. Still, with the warm summer rain and a little bit of imagination, I could smell the soured water and maybe a hint of snakeskin. As the rain intensified, lightning struck one of the few remaining oak trees, jarring me up to my knees. I veered up the hill to what appeared to be a clearing. As the last place I want to be in lightning is near an oak tree, nature's lightning rod. I came upon a weeping willow, standing proud, though its branches drooped and swayed out of respect to the wind and rain. I eased under it and waited out the abrupt storm for a few minutes. I have to admit I was somewhat taken aback that I did not recall this tree. Maybe I never investigated this area, or possibly this tree was not there in the time I was trying to take myself back to. 
I sauntered back up the path, content with my effort, but far from satisfied with the results. I cannot say what I was looking to find, but when I came back here, suffice to say, it was not there for me. They say you can't go home again, but really that's not the case. However, in the event you do, consider taking an umbrella. Taking an umbrella. I loved that piece. It's like, I don't know who I was talking to the other, the last show, I was talking to him about it being, your poems being like Polaroids. You know, just this moment in space and time frozen and how clearly you can write that and stuff has always impressed me. I thought it was awesome. You can't go home again. You can go home again. Well, I can go home again because the place I wrote about then, I live there now. <laughs> then you are back home again. Eh, I've lived my entire life up and down a 100-mile stretch of Highway 70 in West Tennessee. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm jealous of all your fireflies. About millions of fireflies. We're famous for We have fireflies and oak trees and tornadoes and all the fun things in life. You know the three the things that I think of when I think about that area down there is fireflies. What? Whis- whiskey stills and wild pigs. Well, we don't have any wild pigs. That's Texas and Arkansas. Uh, as far as the you have them in Alabama. Stills, well, that's Alabama. Where I am, if you walk up on a on a whiskey still, you keep walking. You act like you don't see it. Mm-hmm. You act like you don't know a thing about it. You just keep on walking up over the hill, and if you hear a click, somebody thinks it's shoot at you. You're ready to shoot back. I can't just walk up and ask them if I can have a drink. No, they'll 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 do away with you. You'll be gone. Hey, you know. Fed to the pigs. You know. Let, let, I'm going I'm to let you in on a little something right here, okay? I'm going to give you a challenge. I'll give all you readers out there a little challenge, and they'll listen to it. Some of them will go, you know, he makes perfect sense right there. And some of them will say, that's son of a bitch. I can't believe he said that. But let me tell you what. You go back in literary history, and you find me one story, one book, one poem that glorifies Carpetbagger. You're thinking about it, aren't you? Yeah. I had one, but it, he wasn't a carpetbagger. He was a photographer. Carpetbagger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Hey, if anybody wants to come hang out, MikeTodd.blogspot.com. That's M-Y-K-E-T-O-D-D. And uh, I enjoyed our enjoyed our visit. Uh, you sound a lot better if you're your COVID deal and I'm proud of you for hanging in there and showing up three weeks in a row and uh, <laughs> everybody everybody ought to appreciate you know, funny, I do. I do feel better but in some ways but I absolutely feel like my head is I feel like my brain is oatmeal right now so I'm glad that you guys love me and forgive me for being a dork but yeah I'm not doing it pretty tonight at all that's for sure but I am having fun, and I do feel a little better, so this is good. And I love you, Michael. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Okay. Somebody's waiting. Bye. All right. Bye, honey. All right. Next caller, 850. 850, you are on the air. Rich, are you with me, honey? Yes, ma'am, I am. How are you doing? Are you on the boat? Yes, ma'am, I am, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. I like you there. I'm sorry that, yeah, you know. Yeah, can I you hear me all there. right? I can hear you, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, Jimmy pointed something out a minute ago. I want to apologize for not taking part in the chat. I'm not ignoring it, but I'm... It's a pitch black night. We've got low cloud cover, and that white background of that of the page kills my night vision, and I can't check it. So at night like this, if I, if I can't do like night mode background, I can't look at it. It's like it's like staring into high beams on, on the that highway. That chat is absolutely nowhere near as important as you being safe, my love. <laughs> oh well, I just I'm not Tell ignoring everyone chat. and all that. I'm, yeah, I'm not ignoring everyone. But uh, anyway, oh, sorry you're still dealing with the COVID. Oh, uh, you do sound better. So hopefully, uh, thank you. As my grandpa would say, hopefully you've got that in the short rows by now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That means when you're almost done plowing the field and you get down to the short rows in the corner, mm-hmm. then you're almost done. Uh, I knew exactly. I uh, knew exactly what you were talking about. That's why I laughed. Okay. All right. All right. But uh, oh well, as you know, I'm not going to take up much time because my stuff is literally a blink. But um, you're prompt about no appetite, and you've talked about taste and all this. It just kind of made me wonder. And uh, I went back. Oh, hell, where'd it go? Wasn't technology great? Oh, man. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Here we go. Uh, I found one from a couple of years ago that uh, this never got published. And I guess I was in a bad mood that day. But... Uh, I have no idea what the title is. We'll call it Found Poem. I have no idea. Or Forgotten Poem or something. Bitter the taste. We still bite the lemon, expecting sweetness. Hang on. Bitter the taste. We still bite the lemon, expecting sweetness. False gods influence this zombie parade via the devices in our hands. Suits and cons brandish badges of authority, selling opinion as fact, culminating in the realization that this is all just a puppet show. We just can't see the damn strings. End poem. I must have been in a bad mood that day. <laughs> a little piss and vinegar going on there, dear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, what's your second one, sweetheart? Oh, I loved I, it. I totally, I totally ad-libbed that off Twitter. So uh, that's why I, jam, I got jammed up on it. But anyway, this one's from a couple of days ago. Uh, this is, uh, let's see, where are we at? Oh. Uh,
I don't remember what I named this one. I don't have the title on here. Chalk up this night to another lost cause. Sleep won't come as insomnia afflicts with her collegiate flame. Midnight worries in this whiskey inkwell are bleeding me dry. Enemies to perfection and words in my hands. A haphazard rendering frozen to the page where my love is ever a thorn to your rose. Beautifully enacted and tragically performed. Stand by, sir. That was to a boat, not you. That was in poem. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think that uh, I think that you should end all your poems with that. Yeah, we got to even talk to another okay. boat. That is so flipping awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've got a well. I've got another boat behind me. He's wanting to get by. Is what he wants to do. But uh, I'm sorry about that. Sorry the flow is so bad. I'm, I'm literally steering barges down you know the what, canal, so I've got to kind of read with one eye here. Sweetheart, you do not have to put your fancy pants on for me. We're hanging out. We're talking about poetry. We're sharing shit. We're chewing the fat. We're having fun. And you were awesome. Well, thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. And, uh, and I, I've got a surprise uh, for you. Oh, yes, ma'am. What is that? I wrote a haiku about you. Well, actually, oh, you, you wrote a haiku. You wrote a haiku. Okay. It says... Uh, let's see. My stuff is a blank. Isn't technology great? Uh, where did that go? <laughs> they were all lines you were saying while you were talking to me. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> and people say they don't write haikus. You talk in haikus all day long, people. <laughs> the, I wrote two. The other one is, um, let's see where. Let's see where are we at. Don't have. Don't have the title. Let's see where are we at. Don't have the title on that. Oh, I didn't get the third line. Never mind. It's not done yet. I forgot a line. Shh. <laughs> okay. You did some great reads tonight, hun. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, and uh, I uh, look forward to listening to everybody as I can, and. Uh, I'll be tuning in next week. <laughs> All right. Have fun on the river tonight and be safe. Stay warm. Right. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. All right. So honey, thank sure. you. You Y'all too. <laughs> All right. It's Mr. Soldier Blue. And then we have, do we still have Bob with us? Call, yep, we still have Bob there. So Bob will be after Blue, and then we have Brother O. So those are our next three callers. All right, so Mr. Blue Blue, I love hey, you. Come give love. me a poem or two. <laughs> no, no, I am two, two, two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, squirrel. <laughs> right, uh, right. <laughs> <now that, laughs> sorry, I just, just had to add that in there. 
I have, I have hamster wheels that are exploding in my head right now, so we're okay. We're okay. All right. All right you know, just, just think about green jello and you'll be all right. <laughs> Baby elephants and green jello. Best pink night ever. You know, some, somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. So funny. Um, this uh. Uh, well, that's a, I, I should say I kind of did a lateral on this one uh, in terms of um, uh, where to begin, I guess you could say. And it's just a, it's just it's a phrase that I've always enjoyed uh, from one of the the older uh, established poets from I believe he's from Spain. And he says, and he's talking about I will stand where the Lightning cannot uh, strike me, so I'm just doing that. that but I, but I, I like I said, I took I took that kind of concept and uh, uh, turned it around just just a little bit. <laughs> so, anyways, here here we go. Going walk fishing. Stand still, and the lightning will hunt you. Run too fast. And it will find you anyway. We are best to take courage as a weapon and be bold. I am he who stands before you. Shadows be damned. Shabby, shabby, sabe. Blackness, is there really a difference? Das chutes. Maybe the truth is just a mirage. Iska. Warrior head high, the grass keeps waving in the wind. Katsi. Are you a doorkeeper? Tijabi Agila. Does that title keep its meaning? Wamonse Nikoti Haba. Find that which you seek. Go with the green. Follow the ashes of songs for the reconstruction, the passage, and windpipes of knowledge and experience. Say what it is to be experienced. How do you learn? How do you grow if all that was yours was stolen? The keepers erased, effaced, obliterated. Because so that when you are born, what was yours isn't yours. So how do you learn? How do you do it? One small death at a time, a simple return to red earth. Stand tall where the lightning strikes, burning atmosphere and ozone. Take a ceremonial prize in advance of a storm. In advance of the storms, the raw pace of the wind, speaking ice. 
in a cumulative of hailstones, bossy, a breach of promise, starvation, famine on a magic major scale, ashes, echoes fall where they may, Nicosia, casual violence carries another face, even as the corn sustenance, one of three sisters faces the wither of a concentrated sun, music. The wind may flay you, cedar seeds will find you, feather swift. The ancient strikes of our elements, chromosomes you can't quite conceal yourself from. Broken signs of lightning, shattered signs of being the home, the longing, a grand lament. We see them after enough. How many more times are there left for the blue sky? Getha. Shadows stroke the night painted by that different brush. The feathers light the brush touch fire of a red-winged blackbird. Here we walk in upon the sacred Already in progress. Are you singing? Wathon. The rattles, we hear what they said. Abu. Spirit and breath, skin burnt red, skin turned dark, clouds of bruised presence of atmosphere. Corn with the subtle flavors of a storm. Stones warmed for ceremony. The wild horses dance upon the roaring winds. Fierce spirits unchecked. Stars abandon light. Morph shine with the slick dust of cobalt. Mixing matching jet colors already draped upon the landscape. Death and longing have always been part of red earth. Mist cloaks the feet of the dancers. The prince shed their wilting, withering disguise Dropping the robes of welcoming, sweltering shadows, casting forth ivory sets of canines like dice. Spirit beings of all except for the human being, flesh and spirit, who managed to forget their original instructions. The corn grows high, flinted as the steps of a rainbow. And we shall all give grace, thanks, offerings of prayer, 
Stand still, and the lightning will hunt you down. We are Red Earth. We are the ghost road born. We are not afraid. In peace. I enjoy listening to you read so much. There's, I'll sit there and listen, and it's line after line after line after line. I am absolutely infatuated with the way you put words together and make them do exactly what you intend them to do. Like when you said fire of a red-winged blackbird. You know, instantly your brain, everybody knows what a red-winged blackbird is. And, but then it goes from being this little songbird to where you picture the red and instantly it's fire and it makes it something, you know, it just, that, that sentence just is so, what's the word? It's a transformer sentence. You know, it's one of those that turns in and outside of itself. And you do that throughout all the things you write. It just impresses the heck out of me. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that Everything I ever say to you is 100% true. But I am telling you, Soldier Blue, I have been complimenting your poetry for over 16 years. I'm really having to fight for things that I haven't said over and over and over again to you. They're always true, you know, but sometimes I'm sitting there saying, how and what the hell am I going to say to him right now? Because I've said everything. You're amazing. (laughs) Well, I just, but I'm still fangirling as much as I did ever. Well, I just, let's put it this way from, from my, from, from where I sit, I just appreciate being able to talk to somebody else who understands what it is to be, uh, or should I say, do more with words than than just uh, look at them as a as a phase or or a, a novelty or a, a, you know the card in the deck that you know you may play once in a while but you really don't you don't really think about it that much. So that that is that for me is the the the, the place of of appreciation you know to be able to speak with you like that. Oh, we like each other. We're friends. <laughs> of course we're so are. cute. <laughs> we, 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 wouldn't, we wouldn't still be talking to each other after 16 years if that weren't the case. <laughs> oh, let's go. Uh, you're so much more than a friend. You're, you are absolutely my brother, that is for sure. Oh, shut up. <laughs> hey, you know. Uh, so, too funny. Mm, yes. I, I like I said, I truly appreciate that. And this this one, uh, I, I've read this one here kind of recently, but I read it basically what I would consider from the original text, uh, meaning longhand. And this is uh, after I've uh, uh, print written it into uh, my notebook. And I re- and I really like it. And I, and I and I know that you commented on it as well. But I mean, just just just. Uh, Knowing where that path goes to me is is is, uh, is something that's just like I, I enjoy it myself. I mean, in terms of you know, like going down that path more than one time, you know. So mm-hmm. I wanted to read this one. Uh, it's uh, called uh, the uh, Wrath of Shadows. 
We knew the wrath of shadows when we had skin. Game culture. We practiced the songs then that we would sing for the dead with each give and take of breath released. The dreaming earth found us there upon the smooth stones of daybreak while Mom shared there when we would rise and wash their sleep from our eyes. We would cry into the rising wind, which came to us from the north, from where the cedars live. We would touch the roots, passages, threads within the earth, certain as we were of their fire. We know the wrath of shadows, the mantra of when we had skin. Flesh laid bare, starvation found us our blood, red earth we lay as we fell, so that the aliens could use our food to keep them through the cold. We stopped long enough for safekeeping, though we knew no one would keep us safe. Flames blazed, played along the lengths, the braids of our hair, orange haze. The stink of broken ozone, lead bullet layers, extra eye holes, bridge sockets for songs to play slowly through as we went our way. Were he? Bones, layers of bones, snow-dusted tragedies, we became our own meaning, low sounds woven to the mist, all burdens of bone. Well, Hugh, we are travelers, vagabonds over our earth. We know well the wrath of shadows from the times when we had skin. The difference of making shapes, the swells of temple, nose, and smile, the characteristics of being one people, the caricature of filmed eyes and vacant smiles we hold in death. There is the litter to be burned, bodies spurned, ashen heaps. No one would touch the ecstasy of wonder, cast aside with that different way of life. Babies hidden in the shallows, undercuts, arroyos, ravines, our people survived. We hold without grace the memories we grasp closer than the lives we led. Recall can be painfully perfect. The rasp of dry heat rage on. Yes, we know well the wrath of shadows from when we had skin care. Wabaji. Crow messengers brought words from the dead and night, ghost night of earth and beings of earth. Moninga. Nonke Moninga. Oh, earth and spirits. Blue clay for the morning, the red clay we were dipped into. Jutze Moninga. The mountains still dry from the womb. We left them. Seeking smooth ground for quiet steps, we have revisited them since, bringing smoke songs and ceremony. The dance scented by smiles and shaking rattles 
to the echo of the drum, to the vibrations of the people singing We wore the rings of our age. With dignity, we spread ourselves thin to thick. Where we were, when we grew too many, we divided so that the land had a chance to become the living form of sustenance. Somewhere along the way, the chain of lightning became broken. A separation of light and dark, seen and unseen, recognized and forgotten upon the coarse sword steel of a war-bitten blade. No turning back. No return. Scattered as dirt over the land, shattered pieces reshaping themselves with care to resemble wolves, bears, ingfonga. Three distinct patterns of dreaming. We are the ghost road born. Perhaps we will walk among the scene again. We are very familiar with the wrath of shadows from the days when we had skin. I absolutely love that repetitive line throughout the piece. I'm really glad that you, it's such a, a great line. I wrote it down the first time you said it, and then you said it again, and then you said it again, and I'm sitting there, yay, go, sentence, go. (laughs) (laughs) I had my little pom-poms, and every time I heard it, I cheered it on because I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How do you like me pulling that one out to tell you? Because that was a great compliment, right? But that's, I mean, it's true. I really do love that. So you get get the, uh, the brunt of my wit, wit. My love, not tit, wit. Thank you. See, COVID, man. I'm not giving you my boobs, oh, but I... you can have my funny. You can have my funny bone. Okay. Well, we'll, okay. we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> and since you're my brother, it's pretty good because yeah, anything else would be awkward. All right, sweetheart. <laughs> tell everyone how to find you, honey. <laughs> All right. I know, right? right. You guys are going to make me say I'm yeah. COVID brain forever, aren't you? <laughs> Well, listen, she's That's being it. a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> we like it. Oh, look, squirrel. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my okay. goodness. You can find me on Facebook. It's uh, Rafe Wild at Facebook.com, and underneath the parentheses it says Soldier Blue. And you can find uh, me and Soldier Blue Blue on Reverb Nation. And you can also uh, take a listen to more of my work. And I am working, oh, I I wanted to say this because I I had intended to read it this week, but I looked at it again, and I need to do a a bit of fact-checking first before I I do. And that is to say that I have uh, one for the the Black History Month. But like I said, I need to do some fact-checking first and, and, and get it into proper form so that I've feel good about, you know, like I say, just putting it out there. Um, so awesome. I will be, I will be working on, working on that. And, well, make sure you um, post it on you my also... page and come here and read it. Okay. 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 I'll do that. 
And uh, you can also find, you know, more of my work, which is what spurred the spurred that uh, in my thinking. Uh, you can also find you know, me on my uh, uh, listen to some of my works on my podcast, which is a free podcast. It's called Red Earth One. And if you keep the words separated, it'll get you there a little quicker. And that's where I'm at. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you next week. Okay. Yes, my love, and you get better. I will. I'm working on it. I'm trying. <laughs> Thank right. you, honey. Just, just hold, just hold steady in your spirit, and and everything else will 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 come along with you. I absolutely believe that. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. I'll we'll talk to you soon, hon. All right, now. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code two one nine. Brother. Oh no! Wait, wait, wrong. Not not yet, brother. Oh, sorry. We got to grab Bob because he lost his place in line. We got to make sure you guys stay in order. Let me get Bob on here. Hello. Bob, are you with me, honey? Hi, sweetheart. I missed you. It's been so long since we've heard from you. Well, I didn't get any notices, and my mind at eighty-eight is. So I'm sorry you haven't. I'm, but I'm back with you now. I got. I finally got a notice today. Anyway, huh? I, I hope I you'll feel. Okay. I'm wishing you well. Anyway, first of all, thank you um, so much. You're very welcome. Do you? Believe, I'm just curious. Do you believe in psychics? I believe in all the things that I don't know. Well, do you believe? Have you have you have you heard of? Uh, I will. Have you heard of absentee of healing? Of what? Uh, healing, uh, healing prayers. Yes. Well, I'm going to do that for you tonight because I am a psychic. Anyway, you oh, shall be in you. prayers tonight. Okay. Thank you so, so much. You're welcome. Now I'm going to give you one. I don't know if I got time for that. But I've been I was on the core day. I hit one, and I've gotten way down the hill somewhere. Anyhow, uh, this one's you were saying about uh, uh, black something black earlier on black people or something. Black History Month, yeah. Yeah, well, actually, what I've written for that, I've not written that particular thing, but it's called Black or White. Uh, we are humans, after all. Black or white was not our call. We had no choice of which to be, but we have the choice of our destiny. It's not your color, but what's inside on how to live your life. Only you can decide. Your fellow man, you must not hate. Think hard before you contemplate. This good Lord made us equal in his eyes. He sees both our sorrows and hears our cries. Show respect to your fellow man, and in this way you will follow God's plan. End of poem. I like that. People are just people. Be nice, everybody. You always have such, I mean, so much words of wisdom in your poetry, you know? 
You're, well, you're, I, tr- I, really... I, I, I try hard. Uh, I have one more. You can, if you have time for one more. Yeah, you have Not, time. It won't, it, won't, it won't be the same thing. Uh, okay, I'm going to do this one. It's called A Perfect Day. A walk in the garden, the scent is so strong from all the flowers in full bloom. Song of the birds, the songs of the birds, each will sing of its own. This ch- the children are playing in the pool, and the pleasant smell from the barbecue wafting, the sun brightly shining, and all is just right with the world. Now that's what I call a perfect day. Right. I'm right there with you. Okay, good. I'm glad you are. I'm sorry I haven't, <laughs> as I said, I haven't been with you for a while, but I'm so, I've been very sorry to hear that you're not well. That is not good. I'm getting you. through it. I'm sorry that you guys have to put up with me when I'm sick. That's just. Well, I don't have to put up with you, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Remember, you, know, you guys, but... you always have a choice. That's a, that's the lesson for today. <laughs> yeah, that's. Well, I'm going to let you get on to somebody else because I'm sure there are quite a few still waiting. But it was nice talking to you, and I'll be back next week as long as I get a notice. Awesome. Thank you so much, sweetheart. I appreciate you. We've missed you. You're a very lovely girl. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, sweetheart. Sweetheart. All right. Our next caller is area code two one nine brother oh it is your turn are you there sweetheart yes i'm here now how you doing i'm doing wonderful we haven't heard from you in a while and i've been worried so i'm glad you're here oh oh no i, I had a transplant on december 3rd and i uh i take to a couple months away so, so I can recover enough so I could be back on the radio. What? You didn't tell... Yeah, I'm back at home now. I'm calling, actually calling back, back, back at home in East Chicago. I'm back home. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you got the transplant. I'm so happy you're doing better. I was so scared for you. I knew, always knew you'd be okay, but it's scary when someone you care about is in danger and news in the world. Thank you. I appreciate it, knowledge. Thank you. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm sorry. I just, I get so scared. I don't ever want to lose any of you guys, and that's a scary thing. I am so glad. How blessed are we, right? Right. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hi. How are you, sweetie? I'm good, Nala. Just, uh, just glad to be back home. <laughs> what do you home. have for us tonight? A uh, poem that I wrote. It's a poem that I wrote uh, while I was uh, in Indianapolis uh, recovering, and I had to go to a uh, special physical therapy program. I was in Indianapolis actually in the hospital four hundred days and I was in Indianapolis for over 
14 months before I came back came back home. This poem is called the 30 the 30 December is a date that I always the 30 December is a date that I all will always remember. It was the 30 December, a day that I always remember. Yes, I will, because that was the day that I received my life-changing heart transplant after waiting in the hospital for 383 days. After enduring close to 300 offers being rejected, for a minute my hopes and dreams to be out of the hospital by Christmas appeared to be out of reach. And my faith began to waver, and the long wait was beginning to wear me down many. Then I received the word that my team of cardiologists found a heart for me. When the surgeon assigned to my case, my heart transplant coordinator came into my room to gave me my weekly updates of my recent office for donor hearts on December 2nd, 2022. I was anticipating another rejection report and preparing the Signed an updated consent form for my upcoming heart transplant surgery. Then they told me the life-changing news that was eagerly waiting for 383 days. Mr. Gavin, we found your new heart. My initial response was, is this for real? Because my mind needed time to process the life-changing news I just received. After the news was confirmed, I had a very big smile on my face and the first thing I said was, thank you, God, for answering my prayer. And I called my parents to get in the news and post the official news to all of my friends, fellow poets, in my class of 1993 classmates on Facebook Live. It was an exhilarating feeling that I experienced that day. And even to this day, I can't, I still can't find the words to express how I felt when I got the news, brothers and sisters. Brother, oh, you a true soldier. For waiting for waiting over a year for a heart transplant. How did you endure waiting so long without losing your faith? How did you keep your mind occupied while waiting for your new heart? How did you manage to maintain your focus while you grieved the death of your girlfriend eight weeks into your hospitalization? How did you cope with being away from your family and friends for over a year? How did your raw determination motivate you to go the distance to accomplish your mission to receive your new heart? My answer to all of those above questions is quite explanatory, my dear brothers and sisters. You have to always trust in God's timing. Maintain your faith while you're, you are in your season of waiting. And hold on to his promises that he will answer your prayers because his word will never turn unto him void. He may not come when you want him to come, but trust and believe me, he's always on time. And when God shows up, He's most definitely going to show out in your lives. Because what you have been praying for will manifest when you least suspect it. My dear brothers and sisters, on the 30th of December, receiving my new heart was arguably the best Christmas present I ever gotten in my life. And my new heart is the right one for me because it was the most definitely worth waiting for 383 days in the hospital to get it. And now tonight, Live on the Speakeasy Cafe, I have the second chance to improve the quality of my life and experience a whole new lease on life and form. 
That's my favorite poem you've ever written. That Thank one right you. there. And uh, and that poem is going to be in my upcoming book called uh, Life is a Marathon, a 400-day journey. I've been working on that book while I was in the hospital for over a year, so that poem will be featured in that book. Oh, I cannot wait to read it. I am so excited right now. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. Well, I don't know how you did it. Yeah, I guess, I guess what I, I could tell you, your listening audience is you have to have the patience of Job and uh, and the faith to endure to endure what I've endured. A lot of people will not endure what I've endured, but God prepared me for this. God allowed this to happen for me to help me understand that you have to sometimes in life we cannot always control what happens to us but we can control how we respond to things. So that's the most important lesson I, that you guys can learn from my experiences. Those those of you maybe maybe going through similar Maybe a similar situation, but yeah, didn't have to wait as long as me to get a, get a, a transplant. You know, it does. It does. It just goes to show that sometimes God will use somebody like me to to, to let people know that you can have a second chance of life. You can. You can't have a new lease on life, but you have to do you have to do whatever it takes. You got whatever change you got to make. You got to just do it. Whatever you've been praying for, whatever you've been asking for, whatever you were seeking to have manifest in your life, you just have to trust and believe in the process until God blesses you with. The desires of your heart. I think that'll be it. That's it for now. <laughs> Thank you, Brother O. Thank you so much. I'm just, I'm so excited for you. Do you feel better? Oh, nothing much better. I'm, I'm just, just believing that you're going to overcome this COVID you got. Because I read, I thought <laughs> you caught COVID and uh, you're going to, you're going to overcome that, too. Of course I am. Yeah. Yep. All right, sweetheart. Will we talk to you next week? I'll be back next week. Perfect. All right, honey. Thank you. Thank you so much. Best news ever. You're welcome, now. We'll I talk- appreciate it. I'll be back we'll next week. We'll talk to you soon, honey. Okay. Yes. Oh, you guys, that's so awesome. Every week he would call in reading from his hospital bed waiting for his heart transplant. (sighs) 
So happy for you, Brother O. All right, our next caller comes from area code Rebel Jones. Area code Rebel Jones, you are on the air. Hello, hello. Hey, sweetheart, how are you? I'm doing well, and yourself? By the way, I'm that was doing great to hear amazing. Brother o. I'm so glad. So glad, Brother I o know. back on the scene. Sorry I'm a crybaby. That just, I was not prepared hey, for that. I am what? so you happy. You got me teared up over here, Nyla. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think, think about when I, when I read the sponsor list at the front top of the show and we have the anonymous donations made in memory of poets that we've lost. And I look at that list and it just rips my heart out. We have lost enough people. We can't, I don't want to lose anymore. I, I'm tired Jeez. of losing people, you know, and when you've got someone that's been in a hospital for over a year waiting for a heart transplant, I knew that he was going to be okay. I knew it in my heart that he was going to be okay, but still, you know, there's always that fear So I'm just, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. And now we're going to be amazed by your incredible poetry. (laughs) Um, So I want you, okay, I want you to listen Uh for your 14 props tonight. Oh, really? All right, yes. Okay. Right, so listen close, all right? Because I misconstrued some of them, kind of twisted some of them up, but they're in there, all 14 of them. I missed the last you two because I had to long. step out and urinate, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So I missed the bonus words, but I got the 14 from tonight. Right? It's called Sad Stories in Life. I'm in the rain here on hold getting cold. So I take to see a pen attempting to tell poetry it needs not to fear the truth. Perhaps I got that mixed up and confused, and even backwards, let me restate that. She is here to tell us all not to fear the truth, for that is what sets you and me free, so how do we? For me, it's poetry, a place where thoughts and depth are intertwined, and it's taboo almost. If these dirty seats I write upon are the last of the loose leaf, then so be it. This poetry thing or the way to the end of my stretch on this plane, it's poetry I shall bleed. You see, when I write poetry, it takes control of me like juggling blind. Do you see me or hear my haunting voice embedded in your thoughts and dreams? Hmm? Do you? Listen close to me, for I haven't any appetite for this shit. The world wishes me to sit and eat. Keep your Super Bowls and news networks to yourself, for I know my crowd that listens faithfully waiting to eat. It's a cold future for the children, I'm starting to realize, and I see the children are cold because on their shoulders are now frozen boulders put there by unevolved old fools like me. I guess I could say sorry, but that shit just ain't me. See, just like I said before, I have no appetite for this, this 
New Age bullshit. So I sit here on my knees talking to the great big blackness that resides way up there above me, and I says, when my time on this old rock comes to its end, walk me not into the darkness, but please, I beg of you. But reasoning with destiny doesn't always get you the results that you're looking for as you search and you search and you explore until you find yourself reaching into madness, unable to ignore the faces behind the voices in the box. Your poor fractured broken mind. Perhaps it's true. Poetry saved my miserable life and made chaos sound beautiful. Perhaps I found myself writing this here as a forgiven love piece to poetry. That's done more for me than I could ever give due credit to. You see, my traumas mixed with my inner demons in a time when I enjoyed feeding them could have killed me. How fortunate I am to rejoin her as a light. <clears throat> How fortunate I am to return a short-lived budding rose. Rose and grows from broken cracks and worn concrete. I am that beautiful, not as a man, but as a living soul. I am not so blind to forget as a man what ugliness I put you through. The hunting game I played with life to understand what exactly is in this truth. If perception is unique, so like an individual view, if this is true, then I'm confused as candles guiding headlights to its impending doom. Blinding following the, the blind following the blind. Why can't we see error after error? That's pretty much all we humans do. Repeat our history, consume, following some more consumed, die. And this is how we, the general populace, unknowingly defines life. Something tells me this revolution will come tick-tocking computer screens and be very televised. That's that piece. I heard him in there. That was amazing. You did so well. Thank you. I, I slipped up a few times, but I haven't read it before. That was the first time I read it. I love the part where, the, what was it, something about makes, makes, and it wasn't one of the prompts, but you said makes chaos sound beautiful. Yeah, that's kind of how I define my own story. I've had a chaotic life, <laughs> but it's pretty fucking beautiful. You know? Like own that shit, right? Seriously. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I've had some weirdness, but it's my weirdness. I'm glad that you better, Nyla. I'm glad that you sounded better. You sound, you sound great tonight. Oh, thank you. I'm feeling, I am feeling better. There's things that are feeling better, and there's things that are not feeling better. But I definitely. I definitely. I, I think I'm def. I think I'm definitely feeling better. I don't know. I can't tell with my That's brain good. right now, but I'm pretty sure you guys are feeling better. <laughs> I know that fogginess sticks around for a while. Yeah, and I know Soldier Blue sitting there right now saying, Squirrel. He knows he is. <laughs> awesome. All right, sweetheart. Um, people can find me here Thursday nights at Nyla's. Um, or on YouTube, you can find most of my works, besides the stuff I've done in the last year, maybe, um, on YouTube at Poetry by Rebel P. Jones, Madman Productions. 
That's the only social media you'll find me on late as of late. I've given up. Um, I'm fasting from social media for the most part. I'll be back eventually <laughs> you know, someday. You have to do that sometimes. You know, you just have to take that break. You have to make that tie and unplug. Yeah. It's important. It's really important to do it that. It seems like a lot of people get stuck in social media and the Internet being real life, and that's just that's the digital world you guys are supposed to take breaks from real life for small increments. You're not supposed to live mm-hmm. in the digital realm. <laughs> We're a human being. Absolutely. I applaud that. That sounds like a new poem. <laughs> Challenge. I accept. Of course. Yay. <laughs> I, I know you ain't no poetry coward. You're going to take it head on. <laughs> All right, baby. All right, Tell well, her, oh, you already told everyone how you could find you. Okay. Thank you. All right. And thank you, everybody, um, before me. Perfect. We'll talk to you next week, hon. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Our next caller, Mommy. Oh, my gosh, Mommy, please be awake. Two and six, you're on the air. I'm on the air, and you I wanted are. um I wanted that last poet that did that piece to be on the air with me because I wanted him to give me uh, some feedback because my piece is something like his. Well, hang on a second, Rebel. Are you still with us, Mr. Jones? Hi, Mama. Hey, baby. <laughs> I heard that 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 wicked, that wicked piece. I got a wicked piece too. So I know Nyla's not feeling that well. She's making herself do this because I know how COVID is. Because I had it. So if you would stay on there and co-host with her just for my piece, if you if you will, I, I would appreciate it. Because I need some. I some would be honored. Nyla will have Okay. If Nala will have me, I will be happy too. Okay. N- Nyla? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, this is, um, you are, you know, really a trooper, I, I must say. And um, I'm really happy to hear about your brother. Oh, man, that was just so touching. But I would like to share a little story of inspiration for everybody. And I think it's, to me, it's called the New Bible Story. You know, the, those old Bible stories are good, but uh, they never make a new Bible story. So I think this one is a new Bible story. There was an earthquake on earth in 2023. Between 33 and 43,000 people were killed. There was a little girl found in the rubble. Seven whole days after all the trouble. I'm freestyling this off the dome because she's in my heart, and now my heart is her home. Her name was Asha. They finally found her. And when they dug her out from under all the rubble, she looked happy. And she said, 
she didn't say, I'm thirsty. She said, she didn't say, I'm hungry. She wasn't crying. She didn't say, I'm so sad. She said, hi, I'm okay because I fell into a hole in peace. Go ahead, Rebel. No, no, that's Baba. not the piece I want Rebel to do. That's not the piece. He can go ahead. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say that spoke volumes in in a little bit of words. I Man, think that, that spoke volumes into where the um, – I think that spoke volumes into where the human mind needs to get itself back to more gratefulness. She knew that when she fell into that hole at the end, when she came out of there and looked around and probably saw all those dead people, she knew there was a God. She knew God had made that hole just for her to fall in of all the people. The only reason she didn't get crushed and smashed is because, hi, I'm okay. I fell into a hole. <laughs> you know, that's kind of a good lesson. Everyone's looking for a hand up. Maybe sometimes you need to realize it's, that's not what you need. You need to just be able to fall down, right? Well, in the hole, the rubble couldn't reach her because it was crushing everybody right. else. But by her being mm-hmm. in that hole, it didn't crush her. And she knew that. And she was happy. She was not her reaction. Her reaction struck struck me as just grateful for being saved. You know, just grateful right. for making it. Not, right, right. Not knowing all the she details. She wasn't complaining. She wasn't right. complaining or make scenes of thanks. You know, I, I'm okay. I like yeah. that. I fell into a hole. Wow. So for mm. me, that's the new Bible story, the story of Asha. Love that. Love okay, that. thank you. So here's my piece I want you to be uh, there for. It's called The Sky is Falling. It's an old piece, and I wouldn't have it. Uh, thought of anybody else that could be a discussion on this piece afterwards, but you, because I just heard your piece and it reminded me of it. This piece is called The Sky is Falling. My mama Ola Deji, and this is um, dedicated to Asha. She is a trooper, and to all the troopers out there who overcame, and to my daughter Nyla who overcame COVID and came on her show and did the damn thing anyway. The sky is falling. I don't even have an umbrella. We are being raped by multiple partners. Yet, you sing me a lullaby. I don't know what you want, you said. I just want us to make love through this, you know, just get through this. You said you wanted to. I just want to sleep through this. It'll be over. Wake me when it's over. They blew up the sky. Then they insert the half-limp penis into a small child's bottle. Sky is falling. I asked you to say something. You said, all I have for you is a few more inches, another love song, and some memories 
we can share. But darling, I resound, the sky is falling. They have pilfered our bullion, stolen billions, killing civilians, burned down the pavilions, and starving our children. And what say you? You're silent? You are prepared to eat cake? Have you no courage? I shout. I need men, women, and people to just say no. No to the BS. Say no and back up the no. Organize. Build a escape contraption. I need you to slap that son of a bitch. I need a poem with hair on his chest. So when I ask you for the plan of action, I should get a captain's response. I should hear respect. You need to be taken charge. I should not hear a weak moan of a cheap jack-off. The action you planned is what I should hear. I should hear love battle call. I should hear over my dead body. Let's implement the plan. They did what? Yet you sit empty, dwelling on what was then, looking all past and ignoring the confronting harm, the now, even, not even, are you willing to sound the alarm? Yet you want to see the twinkle in my eye when you put on your charm. The sky is falling, and I'm so not impressed. Don't stroke me to death. The sky is falling, and you want me to love you in the dark, under the moonlight, while drinking contaminated water with no Medicare, no change of underwear, no schools, no roof, no bank account, not even an umbrella, nor diapers. Can't even duck snipers. Poets, people, take off those pink tinted shades. Don't talk me to death. Don't you see our asses are out? You say you never knew. You say you knew that this was a call to action. So that is why your strange reaction when I ask you your plan of defense, you offer no solution. Even the most reluctant soldier knows you cannot sleep in the trenches. So I say, the sky is falling. You say, war? What war? And then you sing a song about who done you wrong. Well, hand me that gun. I feel a draft. Excuse me while I cover my own ass. So yes, people. We need all of you. We need everyone to take up the cause. This is a takeover because the sky is solid. Poem. Good Lord. So what that speaks to me is the lack of compassion. You're all good when it's your way, but when you're called down for something, the lack of compassion that you could even give a shit, you know, to take up on, man, that was power. And there was so much going on. There was a lot of shit intertwined. Not shit is in a in a, in a disrespectful way, mama, ever. But a lot of oh, things going on. Oh. Intertwined in the story. 
going on behind all the call to action and you want to make love until it's time to get get down to business, holy cow, you wrapped up so much content in one piece. Yeah, I think, you know, I think you I telling think Mama that there's so much shit going on is probably, <laughs> for her, one of the best compliments <laughs> she can get. <laughs> right, it's right. Mama, yeah. Mama doesn't always need roses, that's for sure. So no, true. I know so that, true. but, you know, some people could take the, you know, shit. What do you mean, shit, you know? No, I, no, no, I, you I know, you know, I want to give you respect what your respect hey. is, you know. Nyla mm-hmm. knows me better than anybody. Anybody on this platform, she knows me better than anybody. Really, she knows everything about me. So she knows <laughs> that it was not that was not offensive to me. That's why I asked you to stay on because it kind of put me in the mind of your piece when you had so much uh, passion behind it. Yeah, so much grit, you know. So I just I'm thank really you honored that you asked for the do so, Mama. Was, I really enjoyed your piece. Thank you, thank you, Nyla, for complying. I appreciate it. And, uh, Thank you, Nyla. Hey, I, my I mind my mama. What is it, baby? <laughs> oh, I yeah, said Nyla is my favorite Thursday night affair anyway. Yeah, well, she's been the longest standing radio show with poetry that I think that's, I think that's period. Period dot. So, so, yeah. From what I've learned about the radio, the network's doing this. I didn't even know this was a thing until a couple of years ago. For real? I thought I'd be here. Yeah, Stormy, nah. Stormy introduced this to me on the um, on the Cater Storm show. Yeah. And it's only been a year? No, oh, it's only been a couple of years. I've only known about this. Oh, give me a second. I was going to say, I've been. Yeah. I know I've been longer than a year. Three okay. Years. Yeah. Wow. This is a fairly new well, concept to me, though. All right, man. Well, you do a great job, and I've seen you on the other shows, like TikTok or whatever that is. Uh, oh, thank you, Baba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do a great job. Nyla, I again, I must commend you. I must ask you about everybody in the family because you, you say you're going to call, but one thing I do want you to do is send me that thing that broke so I can fix it because I'm getting ready to stop doing all this stuff. And I want that to be something that's a keepsake, so I want you to send it back. Uh, unless you want to take lessons to learn how to fix it yourself, but I want it fixed. So um, send it back. I have it right here in a box, and I will do that. Yeah, I want you to have that. Because, I mean, I went to the doctor today. I've been falling. You know, I'll be 75 in a, in a few weeks, and I just, like, you know, I want people to have what I want to have. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm leaving here, but I'm just saying, guess what? Y'all not going to believe this. Has this ever happened to you? Has Facebook ever sent you a message in the, in the middle of you doing something else uh, across your uh, board asking you, do you know a particular person, and that that person has just been in an accident and has expired? No. That's what happened to me last night. Holy cow. Yeah, no, that's I never was, happened to me. I was on a poetry show. I get this urgent message flying across Facebook with the person's name there. Say he's on your list. Um, he just met with a fatal accident and he has expired. Wow, expired I was like, like robots and shit. 
But no, he they didn't say that word. I'm trying to be polite. They said and he's dead. Oh, okay. I was like, that's terrible. It just expired. You've been terminated. Right, but I, but lucky it wasn't somebody I really knew. Like one of my, I mean, heaven forbid. I mean, I knew him, but I haven't seen him. I've been around him for like over 50 years, but I do know the person. Wow. But what kind of, what kind of thing is that? So any way to tell somebody anything? The only thing I, I know can think of is that. That was really, uh, I'm, I don't know how they take that. And then, see, the thing is this, I, I'm nervous now because, like, what, uh, you know, so what, they couldn't find, uh, if he had ID, what do they do, go to Facebook now and, and look on his face, see if he has a Facebook page and see who's on his list and tell Facebook. Uh, all that facial recognition and all that. Just alert everybody on the list, you know. So you might get some kind of crazy message that somebody's deceased on on your Facebook page while you're in the middle of a poetry show. That's not cool. I don't, That's crazy. Not cool, I don't, really. I don't like that. No. No. I feel like if we want to... I feel like, enough, I feel like social media is stepping out their boundaries. Right, right. That's why I brought it up. It's I'm not like, for well, them to tell anybody anything. Well, right. no, yeah. Because like, the only thing I can think of is the police... Didn't have any way to get in touch with anybody. I don't know. And they maybe they called Facebook and said, Facebook, do you know this person? Does he have a profile to send this message out to people on this? Or was it a hacker? It was crazy. I don't even know what what's going on. But I'm just saying, y'all know, in case you're in the middle of doing something else that's fun, doing some poetry, and then, wow, you get some crazy message from Facebook saying that, uh, you know, crazy. somebody on your list has just been in an accident and they're dead. Wow. I don't want to see that. No, none of that. I don't either. Mama, tell everyone, tell everyone how to find you, Mama. If you really want to find me, look on Google and look under Vicky Aqua and look under Poetry Soup, one word. And uh, don't go to Facebook because they might give you too much information. But uh, the rest of the places, I got it. And I'm oh, Lord. Put you through and uh, just Google me and you, you'll find me. I'm here every Thursday. So funny. All right, Mama, thank you so much. I love you. And I'll get that sent off and I will give you a call this week. How are your figs doing? You out yet? No, I'm not out because you're only supposed to eat one or two a day. You don't, you oh. don't like, you know, candy. I sent you like 20 pounds, didn't I? (laughs) Yep. Big, gigantic. 20 pounds of figs. (laughs) Right. And they're very wholesome. She likes her figs. And they keep you active, you know, not sexually active, but, you know, bathroom active. (laughs) (laughs) I've got three young sons that keep me active. (laughs) I I don't kink shame anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do All right, too, Mama. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you, you uh, Mama. Bye-bye. Thank you, Oh, Mama. that was awesome. All right, you're welcome, Rebel. Thank you for coming back on and talking with Mama. Yes, ma'am. I'll be listening. All righty. Bye, hon. All right, let's grab Constantine. Get Constantine on here. We are going to be going into overtime unless I can get all of you on in 20 minutes, six minutes, and I don't think that's going to happen. So hang tight. We will get through everybody. Constantine, are you with me? Hmm, figs, huh? 
No, I never heard that one. Yeah. No, anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey, could you do me a favor? I, I, I've been having some people tell me they can't hear me. Is my mic, do I need to turn my mic up a little bit? Mm, no, you one, sound two, really three. good. You sound okay. great. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Anyway, um, uh, man, I tell you what, man, it's been so long since I've talked to Mama. Oh, man. Hey, if she's still listening out there, Mama, I miss you. Yeah, you know, I would miss your, miss your great I know, you get so excited when she was, was young and, trying to get her on, and then she had fallen asleep, and we couldn't get her on, and it's like, no, wait, where's Mama? You were crying. It was so yeah. cute. Yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll never forget the very first time that one of the very first times I ever called in to do a prank show, I called in as MC Miss Listening Pain. I, I kind of imitated a white rapper, and she came in right in there and said, "I have a comment to say." That that wasn't painful; that was excruciating. So thanks for that, Mama. That was good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> memory, so many yeah, memories. Well, okay. Yeah, like like the corner of my mind. Anyway, I'll, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to get trying to get through this. Uh, I was I was I was a dumb dumbass and uh, tripped and fell and hit my head and gave myself a concussion. So my head still kind of hurts, but it's when did you do that? Uh, right after I sold the Jaguar, on the same day. I mean, I was, um, this guy I was we were uh, we we're at a, a gas station, uh, uh, washing it. You know, just about ready to list it on on the internet, and uh, this guy had just said, hey, I'll give, give, give 10, yeah, 10 grand. I was like, damn, man, I wish it was always that easy. I restore old Jaguars from the Ford era, so not not the expensive $100,000 ones, but anyway. So I, I know, I'm and just so you it's just pretty. keep in mind that my, my birthday is in May, so just, you know, dropping yeah, that hey, hey, Chrissy, Nala said her <laughs> birthday is in May. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to make, make any promises I can't keep, but... <laughs> Does it does Jaguar make like a four wheel drive truck model? Uh, well, they do make all wheel drive ones. Uh, they make SUVs. I mean, they're four they're all wheel drive. Theoretically speaking, I mean, um, I, I had a we we had a BMW that was pretty similar to what uh, Jaguar makes, and uh, that all wheel drive is is pretty nice. And we drove in uh, really icy conditions, didn't slip or anything. Now, if you need to drive four by four out in the country, mm, don't know. Yeah. Uh, Christy says to read my poem, so anyway. <laughs> Back on the ranch, I guess. Anyway, hopefully you're still there. Yep, I'm here. Anyway, um, um, for the first time in a while, I wrote something completely new, and and, and, I, and I wrote it to Christy and uh, said, you know, I was thinking about singing it. I said, no, don't sing it. It's like, why? why? Well, she said, no, no. She said, well, it's, my, no, she said, it's not your voice. It's just oh, you need to, people need to hear the words in it. It's like, Okay, thanks. I guess so. As a surprise, I tucked something else into her that that I'm dedicating to her within it. But this is about hearts, actually. So um, the gentleman who had the heart surgery. She's a good woman. I'm so glad you have her. Yeah, well, you know, she's. I mean, she makes me believe in divine intervention because you know, obviously, she hadn't killed me yet. So there must be some. There must be something to that. Anyway, so anyway, I I call this. I call this stronger than you know, and uh, I was inspired by the uh, the guy that sang the Star Spangled Banner at the um, Super Bowl. Can't think of his name, but kind of give me an idea for it. But anyway, Freedom. 
grandpa's heart attack was Max's, and the doctor said to me that he didn't likely have him too long. That we should go and talk to him right now, because at any time he could be gone. And of course, then I went to him. But he said this, this may take my body, but there ain't nothing, nothing that can touch my soul. He said, son, my heart is stronger. It's stronger than you know. Years ago, I was hit by a car while crossing the street. I was back in my youthful days. They said I might not make it, and even if I do, I'd never walk without a cane. But people, now here I stand before you. Yeah, there's something you really should know. That the human heart is stronger, much stronger than you know. So if you only seem to have one chance, it's 99 yards and you ain't no Patrick Mahomes. You're going to have to have a heart of steel, like that great song by Man of War. Because a miracle will never happen if you're afraid to even give it a go. Because the human heart, it is stronger. It is stronger than you know. And when you went out in that world out there, my heart went out to you with hope that you take care. But even if it comes, let lights no longer shine. Just know you always have a place in these arms of mine. If you're needing security, baby, I will be there. A shelter from the storms when you're afraid. I'll be a candle in the night when it's too dark and long. And here in these arms is a heart of steel who's a love for you, for you alone. Because of you, I believe in miracles. You make me stronger, stronger than you know. And the winds change. They're blowing, blowing with uncertainty in America. It seems better days. People are sick. The economy is bad. And some people are just filled with hate. But there's something about this country of our soul that you really ought to know. That the soul of America is stronger, stronger than you know. We are America, American soul, and we're stronger, we're stronger than you know. And that is a fade-out. Beautiful. That was beautiful, huh? That's it for me. Is she smiling? Is she smiling? 
Yeah, she's yawning, yawning. She's yawning, smiling, and crying at the same time. So I'm not sure what, what to make out Aww. of that. <laughs> Such a sweetheart, isn't it? Awesome to be loved by somebody who supports you and just yeah. I know that you're gonna understand this, but just puts up with your shit. You know, you're good, you're mm-hmm. bad, you're ugly, and loves you anyway. And you don't have to play games around them. They just they like you. You know, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Well, that- there's something to be said for that, definitely. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate. So, anyway, like I said, she hasn't killed me yet. So, <laughs> yeah, we love each other. But anyway, I'll, I'll be, I'll maybe thinking about that birthday thing. I don't know what I can pull together, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it some thought. Anyway, I'll, I'll see y'all later. <laughs> Cookies. Cookies. I probably could do it with cookies, but anyway. All right. <laughs> all right, and we'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let's go ahead and grab area code 346. 346. 346, you're on the air. Good evening, Nyla. Hello. I How are you, you doing? To have a heart attack when you heard this voice. Like, where has she been? What is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. What the heck? Oh, a, a lot of stuff. But um, so uh, you always uh, prompt us. Uh, for those who don't know my voice, this is Emilia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen calling out of Houston, Texas. It's so good to hear from you. Seriously, it's probably been about a year. Probably around that, you know, I had to move first thing. Next thing, right at New Year's, um, the place where I live at, there was a hole. It's covered up by grass. I couldn't see it. I stepped in it, twisted my ankle, fell to the ground, got back up, and was in severe pain. Turns out my right foot is fractured in five places. Holy um, moly. Yeah, and then the you know, damage from the domestic violence I suffered, you know, many years ago has come and um, has been causing me great problems and issues. And um, there was a issue, it, the name will go nameless, but, okay, Nyla, if someone said to you, what is Amelia's favorite word in the English language, what would you say it was? Fabulous. Exactly. And so what happened was on this particular radio station, there happened to be a female who had an issue with me saying fabulous. And the writing prompt was your favorite word in the English language. So how could you be surprised that I would write a poem about fabulous? And near the end of the poem, I said, well, there's this person who has had an issue with that word, so that's why I rarely say it. 
Well, they went to the CEO, and I got banned permanently from the radio station for saying fabulous. So I've taken some time off in regards to all that as well. Now, for um, Black History Month, you know I write on it extensively. So since we can do two poems, I'm going to do that fabulous poem because you would think I used another F word to get banned, but I'm going to read you the poem. Second one is going to be <laughs> about second one is going to be about the uh, black history, and I will tag you in or put on your page a whole bunch of black history because I've been writing them too long because I've done bios on folks, so, you know, it's too long to read on a radio station. But anyway, so here we go. Without ado, fabulous. Uh, surprise, surprise. The poem is called Fabulous. When I first started on internet radio shows, I would typically be asked, how are you doing? My answer would always be fabulous. I didn't, it didn't matter how bad off I was doing or what horrible event that I might be coping with. The answer was always fabulous the reason for that was just as my poetry was taking off and soaring into the atmosphere my marriage was falling apart and eventually came to an end no matter what i might be going through it was a fabulous day because i was no longer living in the misery of my marriage the various hosts and poets sounded great and a joy in hearing me say I was fabulous. Fabulous became a tagline, a signature to my online spoken poetry on the various internet radio shows. At one point, someone actually attempted to impersonate me. So fabulous was drawn out the way only I, stational word for the listening audience, until a hater came along and said the way I said it actually made them nauseous. I rarely say the word fabulous now because of that person. The person even went on to say that personally didn't know anyone who liked to hear me say fabulous. I told them they didn't know everyone and that they were being incredibly disrespectful. So no matter what, fabulous is my favorite word that best describes me. Cream always rises to the top. I will always be fabulous, and I am, in fact, the fabulous one. And peace. <laughs> you are fabulous. Yeah, yeah but and. They said, supposedly said that they felt um, uh, I was intimidating them. Yet the moment that I was told that I was banned, I was about to take the, you know, mic. And I received a text from an anonymous person that was threatening to me 
actually behind all of this. So, yeah, I've taken some time off to off the radio. And as I said, I've just had my hands full. So now for Black History, this is called Stolen Souls. From the origin of man, the world's birthplace, born a great people, kings and queens, from the sands did they build great nations. Great pyramids were built by them, awesome and wondrous their accomplishments to this day. Trusting and loving was the people in their ways. Beautiful people with skin of bronze, a great foe came against them, capturing their bodies but attempting to steal their hearts and souls. Slavery of 200 years proceeded to be their fate. Treated as subhumans lower than animals, no care was bestowed upon the great people. Even their humanity was taken from them when they were divided. Yet their strength of soul, a essence of strong through the many traumas these people would face. When finally released from captivity, they were still not free. Restrictions and hatred would follow them still. The masters trying to hold on to the power of them. These God's people of love survived great devastations. Homes raided, raped, murdered, hanging from trees as the whites smile with glee. Horrors seen and lived through, yet their souls soar with achievements. Great inventions were their way enhancing all mankind. Living in adverse conditions, their strength continues to endure. Their advancement soars to the heavens. A great man came along that had a dream, a dream that all people would live together in love, a love without color, a love of purity. Many hated the light they saw in him. Through his murder, a nation changed their ways. Education, employment, voting laws changed. Great men came up because of his dream, culminating in holding the highest position in the land. A great leader of all the people of the land, still being ridden. A great debt owed to them. May their souls be healed. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, and peace. That was awesome. I am so glad you're here. I'm so glad you came to read. I'm glad to be here, too. I'm sorry to hear about your COVID. I'm so excited that Brother O got his new heart. Heart. I know. Yeah, uh, I was thanking God when I heard him on the Soldier Blue 
I have the highest respect for that man. How you were talking about his wordplay, but that he incorporates, you know, his people's language within the poems is just stunning and amazing. And so it was just a delight to hear everybody on tonight. And um, I will make a effort to be here. But like I said, I really have been having all kinds of issues. And somebody's been uh, causing problems on Facebook on my page. They're reporting it. And it's been going on and on. They're sabotaging even my uh, Facebook, it's been wild. But it was good to be here. It's good to hear your voice and feel like I'm back home again. And it just means so much to me. And I thank you for your time. I thank you. And, yes, you. Mama said she thought you are, in fact, the longest-running poetry radio show Ever and still on the air after what 14, 15 years? That's a big 16 years. In your head. Huh? 16 years. 16. Okay. okay. I shaved uh, off a few. <laughs> but, no, I've, I've earned every one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and so I will keep you in prayer that you you know, heal up quick, and yeah, I knew you because <laughs> you're not going to, I knew you weren't going to know, know that number, so I'm like, yeah, as soon as she hears my voice, she's going to be doing a jig, <laughs> like, where has she yeah, been? Di- didn't recognize the number, but that's like, you know, you know, you, uh, you know, you know that voice, yep. I love you so much. I really do. And I also have the highest respect for you as well. And it, like I said, it's been a pleasure. It's been hearing, uh, a great pleasure hearing everybody on the mic. And so continued successes. God bless you. And I will keep you in prayer. And so, oh, you can find <laughs> before you fuss at me. You can find me on Facebook under Emilia, E-M-I-L-I-A-T-D-A-V-I-S, or Poetical Angel Queen. I have a like page, Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, and you can find me here. I'll be coming every Thursday night. So back to you. I know you still got a lot of lineup behind me. So let me get off this mic. And it really, uh, I'm so happy. And I thank you for all that you do for us poets. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Appreciate you. Well, it's so thank good you. to hear from her. All right. So that was... Three, six, four. So now we have three. We can give you the next three. I should give you the next. I can give you the lineup until the end that we have right now, so you know, so you'll know. We have area code three two three eight one five eight six three nine zero three five seven three. What's all the threes? Five seven three and five eight five. And I've got the three eight six. 
but you are not in the lineup. So 386, if you want to read on the air, press 1. If you're here just listening and hanging out, awesome. That's 386. You are not in the lineup. Press 1 if you'd like to come on the air. No, no, it's okay to unmute. So let's go ahead and grab area code 23. You are on the air. I'm glad you're feeling better. Um, happy Thursday, Norma. Sincere from Los Angeles. Hello, Sincere, my darling. It is good to hear from you. It's good to be heard. It so what's going heard. on? What you bring us? Um, something real sweet and simple. You ready? It's called If I Cry. I am ready. If I cry, no one behind me would care in peace. I would care. I appreciate that. I think a lot more people would care. I mean, I know it's just a poem, but. Right, 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 right. But still, I care. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's that's um, really nice of you. But I thought I'd do something different. Now the one I'm going to read back. Yes. Okay. I, okay. Here it is. I, I think this is it. I hope. I, okay. Ready? It's called violence. Okay. Violence is not violent crime when you're using it as a defense to fight against the oppressor oppression. Who's in charge of billions of ideals when it comes to dialogue over monologue conversation to settle the ineffective difference of power between two or more fractions looking to be equal? I advocate nonviolent way of approximately approach to setting up subtitles in our daily lives. But if it comes down to subtitles, me versus you, I defend my rights by all means necessary to preserve my life as such. Do the right thing. Is as easy as possible to tell the truth of being the same in this community of human rights. If oil and water could mix, there would be no violence. Violet is green, roses are red, the radiant villains are set in black and blue. What about white? I present prescription to enhance a fourth reading in between the lines of injustice to the saviors and survivors of human rights. Do the right thing. If violence is not a violent crime, then who is violent in the eyes of the beholder? In peace. Amen, right? That part. Wow. That was incredible. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're very, very welcome. Wow. I loved it. I'm well, really glad you. you're here I mean, tonight, and and I care when you smile too, and I and oh, I care I when you I'm, frown. Yes, and you. I really care, really so care so when you run around the neighboring head in your underwear. That that's, and you know, <laughs> that can't oh, do that funny. anymore. But I care about all. Yes, you can. It's choices. <laughs> I appreciate that so much, and I don't want to take too much of your time. You can find me at uh, Ed McKinney at um, Instagram, Ed McKinney on Facebook. I'm on um, Linktree at Ed McKinney at Sincere Coach Ed. And um, forthcoming book is coming out soon. Um, 
documentaries coming out soon, so that's what we're doing. And uh, giving praises and, and prayers to Brother O's uh, remarkable, loving gift that he got from above. You know, it's it really, really makes me think and stop being such a smart ass because I'm always sitting there saying, you know, I don't want to be an organ donor because I don't want them to cut my parts out. I want everything taken with me because what if the Egyptians are right? Ha ha, tongue in cheek, funny, but bullshit. You know, what if the person who had the match for his heart had felt that way and he didn't get that heart, you know? Yeah, and, and and then there's the dark side of that. You're talking about the light. What about the dark side of that? There's the dark side of that. Well, write me a poem about it and read it next week. I sure will. I, I don't <laughs> think people will be ready for it, but I, I, will, I will tell you that. I will, I'll be glad to write that for you. There's a the dark side of that. I think I think you need to write it. I think I already have one in there. I'm going to rewrite it. That sounds like a winner. I'll see you next week. <laughs> have a great week ahead of All you. Right. So get well, get better. Thank you so much, sweetheart. I appreciate you. I appreciate you a more. lot. Yes, ma'am. I'll talk to you soon, honey. Yes, ma'am. Have a great week. <laughs> All right. Our next caller comes from. Area code eight one five. Oops, I'm muting the wrong one. Eight six three. You're next. Muting you back. Eight one five. You're on the air. Happy Thursday, darling. It's Tina Storm. I know it's Tina Storm. It's my girl. How are you, my love? Oh, I'm so happy that um, my her baby is taking a cat nap because she had been so loud and boisterous today. Every time so I was like, it was a collab because she let her voice be heard. That's awesome. My daughter says she, hey, Luna. she meows. Luna's sleeping. She, she, she meows. Mom, mom. And then when I ask her a question, she will answer me literally yes or no. And I was thinking, maybe it's my imagination. You know, I smoke a lot of weed, so... I'm thinking I, I might be just high. No, she really was. She was really giving responses to questions. That's so funny. I was like, "Oh my God, this is crazy!" Yeah, she's awesome. I had to leave her for the first time. I went to karaoke on Friday night last week, and when I got home, it was Saturday evening. She had gone nuts without me. Like, the house wasn't torn apart, and there wasn't, like, debris everywhere. But she did roll up a rug in the living room, and both of her dishes were empty, the food and the water. And all I could think, and the little box wasn't a hot, ridiculous mess, and there was a litter all over the floor. It was just, she was so sad that she's been shadowing me ever since. And so now in my mind, if I'm going to leave her, I think I need to have a conversation with her first before I go, and then she won't feel so abandoned. <laughs> I kind of snuck out while she didn't realize I was gone. That's funny. Got to go before the cat sees me. Yeah, yeah, because she's definitely my boss. 
absolutely love it. So what are you going to grace us with tonight, my darling girl? Oh, my God. So um, I hadn't actually picked anything out, but I've been reading so much. Okay, so my partner in rhymes, um, not my partner in life because he's already married. It's just Jay. And Jared was featured on Verses and Rhymes this morning on, is it Verses and Flow? I can't remember. Whatever the show is on Clubhouse on Thursday mornings, Mike Gwynn out of um, Houston featured him today. And all he could do was celebrate other poets. And all I could think was that level of generosity. I want to be him when I grow up. (laughs) I really do. Like, I don't feel like I'm a diva and it's all about me, but what I do feel like is nobody supports other poets the way that this man does. Oh, it's Verses and Vibes. I'm sorry, Verses and Vibes. So, yeah, he was he was the feature. I'm, um, I'm going to be on uh, March the 23rd. So I will read something that I wrote because I asked, I gave him the choice today on his feature if he could get a freestyle from me or a written piece, and he said, I'd like you to read something. You've been making... So I was like, oh, this is like a whole thing now. I'm an actual poet who reads their own poetry. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so um, let me see, let me see. I had a couple... couple um. On my timeline. Oh, this one is called In My Dreams. I love this. It's from February 8th, 2021. And I'll read this one first. If we have time, I'll do two. But if we don't, that's fine. So, In My Dreams. Every night before bed, as I pray and lay my head down, I'm weary. But there's medication that I must take. So I swallow my meds and I drift off into a drug-induced sleep knowing that God has my soul to keep. Then I fall asleep and I go into a dream state where I take flight, and in my dreams I'm flying high above my town of Joliet and to the city of Chicago, across the country, the entire USA. It seems that the things that I see are amazing and how they touch me. There's no pain in my body. I'm finally free. I need no destination, you see. I'm flying, and it's all up to me. Staying clear of bats and planes, flying used to seem strange, and then my body was free from its cage. I'm limber. Excuse me. Even at my ripe old age. No wings, just soaring, exploring. Pain's gone, and I'm simply ignoring. No. It's actually left my body, so I'm rejoicing and embracing, slowly homeward facing, steps retracing. I'm floating to my own abode, flying alone, slipping between the sheets and the comforter. I pull them back over me. The alarm clock beeps. Sunrise creeps. I dress, smile, and remember my flight that I was on last night in peace. Wow. Good job, baby. That was beautiful. Thank you, sis. I'm glad that I got a chance to make it in. I've loved the poetry that I've heard so far tonight. 
um, I had one of those wonderful situations where I had dinner was purchased for me and I didn't have to cook, so I had an easy night tonight. And believe it or not, not doing two, three, or four mics, just the Speakeasy Cafe. So glad to be here with you, sis. <laughs> you feel special and loved. Tell everyone how to find you, baby girl. Okay. I can be found on Facebook at Jana with an E, storm like inclement weather, but I'm sunshine on a rainy day. I can be found at Twitter and Twitter, it's Twitter and, yes, it's Twitter and Instagram at Regina F. Brooks. You can find me at Regina Brooks 7. Um. I forget where I'm Regina Brooks 7, but, yeah, so I'm either Regina Brooks, Regina F. Brooks, or Regina Storm, because Regina F. Brooks is my government. Regina Storm is my pen and stage name. But if you're looking for me and you like to hear my voice and listen to poetry for me, then you come on Thursday nights here to the Speakeasy Cafe with my sister Nyla. This is where I'll be. Yes, it is, because <laughs> all the cool kids hang out here, you guys. Yes, Same. yes. I love it here. I'm glad I made it. Um, my allergies have gotten the best of me. My meds will be kicking in shortly, so I'm just going to listen in silence for the rest of the show. <laughs> All right, week. sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you You're so welcome. much. Bye-bye. Good night, hon. Good night. Luna's asleep. All right. I'm going to curl up with her kitty kitty. All right, 863. You are on the mm-hmm. air. Oh, okay. Um, he- hello, Nyla. This is Noreen. Hi, Noreen. I'm so glad you were able to get on tonight. Yes, thank you. I'm glad too. Okay. And um, You're how you welcome. doing? How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. That's good. I hope you get a lot better. Hundred hundred percent better. Me too. Yes. Okay. I was getting scared, but then I had a lot of people. Tell me that um, they've had it for a long time like this too. Christopher wow. had it for four days. Four days. Four. Oh no! Wow. And he was all better in four days. Like what? Absolutely wow. not fair. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. I, I guess what do you have for tonight? Okay, hmm? for for Gary, I have a musician's rub. Okay. The violin there hears as I bow, forever drawing it to and fro, never-ending, psycho-like, tunes of practice done just right. The violin rests, no more sound, skies darken, and the night settles down. As I leave a wanton wonder, full of thought, it makes no difference if it's sweet or hot. The fiction of probability is what I see. To embellish a spellbound dream for me. The end. Oh, that was beautiful. Okay. Yes. Okay, thank you. I love his poetry. I do too. Yes. Always. Mm-hmm. Are you going to read two for Gary? Uh, yes. This one is called um, The Aura of Truth. Poetry is a communication of truth. A necessity of understanding, something you can believe in, a comfort to your well-being, to know and to feel. Evils will be spread to the open mind. The love of others shall be in kind. The end. 
Wow. So much. I mean, he just taught people, taught yes, people how to be a good human. Yes. Yes. And we can learn a lot from him, listening to him. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. And and then um, I have a poem um, called Stand Up. This is for the um, the Black History Month called Stand Up. Okay. Lift up the hatred and violence against black men, black women, and black children. Let them live in peace and harmony. It's a government that don't want us to be united. The government wants to destroy, get rid of the blacks. But why? What have they done? Nothing in my book. Let's put a stop to that. Let's get along. We all want the same thing in life, to love and to be loved, family, friends, education, job, to help others. We need to understand, we need to stand together, be united as one, a community, and let the government know we won't put up with it. They're bullying the blacks. They have all the rights as human beings. So let's stand together and show them who we really are made made out of. Are you with me? I can't hear you louder. Are you with me? Come on, stand up and let let every single person live in peace, harmony, and happiness. The end. (laughs) Amen. Yes. Okay. And then then my second piece is um, the poem. Okay. I think think I'll read that next time. Okay. That'll be it for me. Are you sure? Yes, I'm start. Yes, because I, I don't know why, but, but I'm start getting um kind of short winded, so I think I'll stop there. Okay. All right, okay. honey. All right. Okay. We'll um, talk to you next week, sweetheart. Okay. 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 And um, okay. I'll talk to you um, next week. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Okay. Good night. Okay. Good night. Okay. All right, Miss Noreen and Gary. We love them so much. All right. Then we have area code. There we go. Then we have area code 903. 903, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. How are you doing? This is Eric Hey. You lied to me. You sent me a message and said, I'm not going to be there tonight. And I sat there and I. I sobbed and cried and, you know, came to terms with it. And then you surprised me and you're here. Surprise. Well, I and and I was curled up on the floor crying. And then I tried to get on the show before it was over. So. Well, you I've been did working it. since 840 this morning, too. So. I made That's it. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you should be a millionaire by now. You, you know, as much as you yeah. work and as little time as you have off, you should be a millionaire by now. Yeah, maybe one day, maybe one day I will be. <laughs> I'll start saving all my money, and getting rid of my bills. Yeah. It would be cool to have an RV on wheels one day. 
and uh, find a travel job. That would be cool. I had a friend in the Navy. His uh, grandparents, they were park rangers, and they got paid uh, compensation, actually. But they got paid to go from one side, from the East Coast to the West, and all over the U.S. to different national parks. And they lived in an RV. I was like, well, that seems pretty intriguing. <laughs> so, I could do that. Cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. It'd be fun. Anyways, I got a boogeyman or bogeyman and bogey woman tonight. I'm gonna read that little part. I'm still working on that. So, but uh, yeah, sorry I wasn't here last week. I was actually busy working too. It's usually what I, I know do. you it's work hard, and I know if you're if you're not here, I know you're. No, I know you would never cheat on me. I know if you're not here, you're at work. That's right. That's <laughs> correct. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't cheat on it. But yeah, I haven't. Uh, I've just been working, and uh, we had some projects that we absolutely had to do and get done. So for the past two weeks. So. Well, sometimes it happens, so uh, here we go. Bogey men and bogey women were monstrous apparitions, witches, wizards, demons, cannibals, in varying shapes, sizes, with manifestations from around the world portrayed as terrors and horrors embodiments who were constantly scaring, glaring, burying, blaring, staring, snaring, Kidnapping, rapping, snapping, slapping, tapping, trapping, clapping, abusing, amusing, accusing, using, punishing, finishing, diminishing, vanquishing, meeting, greeting, beating, heating, defeating, and eating, slaying, flaying, praying, buffeting, dismaying, haunting, taunting, daunting, yachtingly, terrific, Terrifically, Ooh, excuse me, terrifying, horrendously, correcting, condemning, coercing, tripping, sipping, dipping, nipping, snipping, whipping, ripping, gripping, smacking, snacking, whacking, tackling, cackling, mesmerizing, petrifying, hypnotizing, biting, smiting, inciting, fighting, scratching, snatching, catching, Engaging, enraging, waging, encasing, rampaging, snarking, larking, marking, sparking, disobedient, misbehaving, naughty children who would listen and uh, who wouldn't listen and adhere to their parents' rules, commands, and demands. Were they only figments of parents' imagination? in order to help control, scare, and protect their children? Or did they actually exist to persist and consist, but were they finally dismissed as the end of that part? That's the end piece for that part. Yeah, that's the end piece for that that part. part. Yeah. (laughs) I love that you, I saw earlier a post where you, uh, I think you tagged me in it where you were, writing those and it's like it's just so awesome yeah i thank you in four 
uh, did the first four stanzas, and I'm calling them little stories, but it's easier for me to post individually because I'm doing the whole alphabet and uh, the ones I found because there's some that are, I don't know if they're so old or no one drew them or whatever because I've been looking up. <laughs> there's the, the last two, I couldn't find pictures of them at all. So uh, I found this website, uh, I forgot it's like methform.com or something. But anyways, it has uh, a whole alphabet full of uh, bogeymen from around the world. And uh, so I got all the notes and stuff from there and a few other places. But I found the first one was the uh, the uh, boogeyman. Uh, I forgot what his name is, but he's a, he's a monster with the burnt leg because his mom... He didn't, he didn't listen to his mom and dad, and he broke his leg, so he's a monster. And uh, and he is actually a mummy as well. That's the picture I sent. And then the second one was a uh, big old caterpillar in, uh, in Ireland. Or no, actually, I think that was England. Yeah, I think it was England. So, but he was a big caterpillar, and... Uh, he could roam through the forest and that he was protecting the orchards and if a kid came and ate his ripe fruit, he would eat him up. It was also invisible. <laughs> too. So, I don't know why that's making me laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But I mean that's mainly what most of the bogeymen did, you know. And bogeymen they're they stand there to there. scare. You little bastards, get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And it was like that, and then, of course, uh, you know, it was a way to keep their children being naughty and also being bad. So you'd say, hey, behave, child, or the boogeyman's going to come and get you, whatever, you know, variation it is around the world. Everyone has a different name, but pretty much the same thing, you know. That's pretty much what mm-hmm. it is. And it says that um, there's even one that any boogeyman comes down, uh, I forgot which one it is, but the chimney and takes them as well. Most of them eat the kids too. So it's actually funny because I posted this poem and I'd already sent that one to you before. And my mom said, There are no naughty children. That's funny. Uh, because of the poem, because she read that, because I read, because I sent her the poem, uh, or I tagged her in the poem on Facebook, and I just talked to her at the funeral, too, that I was at. So. And she actually told me uh, something funny. I'm going to write a poem about it. But she said that one of her great aunts actually died in uh, in Salus Island, and it was during the construction time and uh, and she actually broke her neck and tripped and fell on a crack so you know the old joke don't step on a crack or you crack your back something like that and I was like oh wow that's cool yeah yeah that's what it was yeah so I was like holy crap that's cool and and ironic that that actually happened so that'd be cool to so my mom was calling me up. She was like, "Is that actually happened? I was like, "What?" 
<laughs> but I don't think she broke her back because she stepped on cracks. But it was probably you know, that it was it was being renovated is what she was saying, and I don't know if the floor moved or she had no idea. So all right, that's cool. <laughs> all right, um, did you want me to read? Do I got time for another or not? Yes. Okay, cool. All right. Well, what I can do is go ahead and read a few more stanzas of that if you want me to. You know, they don't have all of it. So, all right. So this is uh, Bogeymen and Bogeywomen, ABCs by Eric Shulman, uh, word, the word monster. All right. So these are the first ones I sent you and that I tagged you in. So Abu, Regil, Masluka, meaning a man with burnt or skin leg, and also burning mummy, mummy child, who was a monster that got burnt because he didn't listen to his folks. He hunts down misbehaving naughty children, kidnaps, cooks, eats them in Egypt, created by parents, teaching them not to mess around. Awad Gogi Gogi, who was either demon or goblin who appeared as a huge shaped caterpillar could move individually through the trees descending on any child or any children who tried stealing the right fruit he protected, swallowing them whole, used by parents to discourage children going into forests and orchards unsupervised in Scotland and northern England. England. Abu Ne nay or mata bogeyman monsters who would come and snatch up misbehaving naughty children parents telling them to behave or they would catch them and being guilty of naughty acts or some cases mata catching them when they are guilty of naughty act mata meaning mata mata in melee which means a spy or spies generally used by locals as a nickname for police in Singapore. Abu Shalala was a bogeyman-like creature said by parents to come and eat children who were disobedient by not going to sleep on time or not completing their homework in Saudi Arabia. And uh, this is a all right, I got two more. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Bubu, or Baba, I don't know exactly how you pronounce it, was a serpentine monster which mothers would tell their children to quiet down or it would come kidnap and eat them in Albania. Babalosis was a tall, thin, and ghastly-skinned man always dressed in fine clothes, carries a sharp pair of long scissors. <clears throat> and his eyes gleam sensuously as two long barbed chains slither from under his coat a cannibal who eats children who are misbehaving and being naughty. Parents used to scare their children so they won't behave, <clears throat> so they won't misbehave, mother. So they won't misbehave, probably. 
their brutal pleasures are spreading trails of pain, terror, fear, and torture. Most used, most commonly used phrase about this creature is, "The bogeyman will come and eat you." And the, <coughs> excuse me, I'm about to get about to get a drink. <laughs> Hang on. Go ahead. In Kaimu, uh, Australia. So that's that's the end piece for that. I still got a whole a whole lot to do. Uh, I still got, like I said, I got notes and stuff too. But yeah, let me get drink water real quick. My mouth is dry. Anyways, I'll be posting uh, more once I finish. You know, each one too, and with why I'm doing them individually, so that people can read them individually if I find them. the uh, photo. And then even better, uh, I plan on making uh, some videos, kind of like Jimmy's. He showed me uh, Conger Direct, I think it was. I've got to figure mm-hmm. that out. Uh, it's, a app, and it's a video um, editing program he showed me. So I plan on trying to get, uh, I got, you know, I could do the photos and stuff like that too. So, But I also thought maybe, I don't know exactly. I want to finish, you know, my books first, but I might turn that into like a little kid's book of bogeys or something, you know. It'd be cool to have in print too. Not just on online, but but yeah, that's uh what I got so far. That's where I'm going. I got a whole lot more to do. Huh. So thank you so I much, Natalie. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having the show and having the platform. Appreciate it. And uh, I'm probably going to get myself in the shower and get myself to bed. Got another long day. Won't be as long as today. But I'm All right, sweetheart. Yeah, I was just trying to let you know that I might not make it. So. Well, I'm glad you were able to. Thank you. And me too. Appreciate it. All right, Nala. Love you. Talk to you later. Love you too, honey. Everyone had a great show so far. I know it got here late. That's fine. I'll listen to the recorded later. Perfect. We'll talk to you next week. Have a really good week and be safe this week, all right? Yes, I definitely will do. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome. Talk to you later. Good night, love. Our last caller of the evening Can I help me End things out here 573 You are on the air Unless 863 wants to come on If 863 wants to come on the air Press 1 Otherwise 573 is our last 386 You are not in the lineup All right, 573 are you with me Good evening How are you Hi, Sin. How are you doing, baby? I'm doing great. Uh, I know. I know. Mike, I just wanted to make last uh, new place. It's actually a local open mic. And uh, yeah, I fucking bombed tonight. Oh, All right. We can begin. So, uh, this is my retribution. Uh, how are you feeling? I'm here, and that's but, that's a good thing. So you know, I can't bitch about that. 
Yeah, I wish you know, I sometimes wish I was not here. Anyway, so every time you hey, every time you wish you're not here, think to yourself, but Nyla's glad I'm here, and everything will be okay. <laughs> but do that. All right, so uh, this piece is called Johnny on Sight. It was back in back in the day. Um, anyway, specs the retina visages and brown paste. Beyond borders, glass dragons, breath blows emerald green. Box incantations, sheet warnings to lure them in. Protecting mice cornered from the wrath of Mother Nature. Pre-geriatric. Like old rumples, King woke the fine 20 years bend. Cleverly was it not to find reflection leather trim. Ray, however, in Bay, the like. Autumn once cried. A porcelain towers like holy altars feel constant drain. Leaping stalemate. Calcium creaks like old barn doors, a new snap. Inertia through molasses like walking jello cast. Blatulent plague sees masses and purple rivals brigade. And a pot. Elliptic fallout mass to ventilate retreat. Shrinking times three. Come here to perform the remake of the old cat sign. My tremors have football magic. Johnny Five is alive. I try to obtain horns and normal flat line bobbing above the undertow where foolishly I swim. Violently I grin. Psychotic tantrums of a sideways rant and blindsided onset of denial. Medicated and filled the big pilfered pharma gold for the wobbles roll. Hugging the walkway like you wouldn't a second cousin at a formal dance. Thought myself a highlight to a time that never came, just a gesture unsung. Educated time. The mockery breathing. That's it. That's in Palm? Alright, that's old one. That's from back in 2020. I forgot about it. I just found it. So yeah, it's kind of new. I don't know. It was taken out formally on the bank, you know? So we just, we just do-si-do-si. Bring your partner around. Now, hey, sweetie, can you hear me? Right, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. I hear you. I, I, right. I was talking no, about you could hear me. Um, there's a black okay. The next one is, is new, actually. Um, I was written on, on 14th. Uh, I was on Clubhouse, and there was a room for dynastic poets to chill and write and, you know, whatnot. So, I was painting, I was really writing, talking, shit, shit. 
And um, everyone's just writing. So, so, hey, before everybody goes, I hit everybody up for a word or an emotion. I got chocolatey, Titus Unum, which is with all one mic, and um, the color was orange. And uh, I was some talk about, you know, how turkey was cold and these different things. And then my day happened um, the following day. So this is what comes with depth. There was a loss to bide out longitude amongst the decadent orange reserve. It's canopy experiencing cataclysmic shattering and ultraviolet hues of woe. A strange southern impact toe shift chocolatey perception shy one rise. As we come to find absurd theatrics becoming shelved, we are desensitized. That is universe. I assemble brag tag ensembles to cheer up from old world drudgery thing. Scope scripting new orchestrations. We see vibrancy cast amongst the clamor. Astoundingly shifting tectonic plates that saw a future lost in your abandon. The forefront now and persistent resilience of which you attempted assassination of my character. Competition tense. Don's patchy crew fought Latin obstruction to clarity. All I can stomach over ridiculous. Aware of the asset strategic maneuvering around toxicity, which is still looming. Broken headed tunage had devastated, considerate formulations. Ease once again. And it kept to barrel for the what? When the spike grows mold, then again, perpetual obsession, not nearly compulsive frequency to calm your chaos like the waste. Uh, 95% mental motherfucker. Ah, see, there's no script for what ails now. Dedicated insight nurtures descriptive reasonings with windswept head. <laughs> now, the vibrations? We're still not cold walkways. However, we fucking left us. This path we travel enlightened. Hold tight. Knowledge this this will test. Oh united we bitter and and go depth. The backward breathing. And peace. Wow. Both of those incredibly intense and Great job on those. Hey, it's a really tense mood right now. Anyway, you know, the third war. Let's go to war. I feel a little better. This is what fucks up the light of. I feel a little bit better. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you feel better. And I won't because I'm just a fucking retard. And, uh, you know. Sinister Spittle, S-B-I-T-A-L. Go to that shit. You don't want to find me, though. Love you. Have a good night. <laughs> Love you, sweetie. Thank you. Okay. Sinister Spittle is amazing. We love him so dearly. Okay. Guys, you've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe, open mic poetry show, The Sound of Ink. 
It is a pleasure to have been here with you tonight. I can't even tell you. You know, everyone keeps saying stuff about me doing this while I have COVID, but I could be sitting here feeling miserable and whining and I'm sick, or I could sit here and hang out with you guys and feel all that much better. So you guys are the best medicine. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for sharing your evening with me, sharing your poetry, and you're incredible. I'm going to close the show tonight with a piece by the Hydropods, and this is John Dooley, and it is called Gay Lawnmower. We will talk to you guys next week. Good night, everybody. Champagne for everyone. I'm engaged, Montague hollered, entering the rusty pucker, pushing a Toro super recliner lawnmower. Blossom popped a fat cork and began overfilling flutes. What the hell are you talking about, she drawled gushingly. That Iowa congressman said if gay marriage was legal, people would marry lawnmowers. I agree, so I'm marrying this Toro tonight. Trusting the bottle into an ice-filled spittoon, Blossom pointed a dripping finger at Montague's flagrant schnozzola. You're so ignorant, I don't know where to start, she insisted. First, you can't marry a borrowed lawnmower, Blossom demanded. Second, she's mine, and we're lesbians. 